test? No. Okay. The middle finger is always go. It is. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, no, this is all staying. All right. Well, cool. it's episode. It's episode. Hello, welcome to episode three hundred and six. No, three hundred seven. Really, it's three hundred seven. Fuck. It's How many? Because, this is the third week in a row that you've gotten it off by one. So congratulations. It's because I listened last week and heard you fuck it up. I got it right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because you weren't on last week, yeah. so you could yeah. listen to it. I'm Anthony Gagos. Joining is Arthur Geese. Uh. All right. Well, good fucking job, James <laughs> Faulkner. What's up? And uh, st- subbing in for. Uh, Matt, who's getting getting who's, married? Who's currently getting married? In the oh, eyes nice. of God, he was married in the eyes of the law before. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So now he's getting married in front of family in Montana. Is uh is Daniel Dwyer? Hey, what's up? So joining us, formerly of Gamespot. <laughs> Actually, yeah. By the time this goes up, right? Yeah. Friday. Fridays. Friday. Yeah, yeah. I'll be uh, uh, out. Can I say American citizen, Daniel? Dwyer? Not yet. Okay. No. Two years. <laughs> okay. American green card owner. All right. I am the Gerard Depardieu of this podcast. Wait, I don't understand. Man, I'm really ignorant. Oh, wow. of this. oh I can fucking educate you is on this if you want. Alcohol in this. I know. The sad thing is that Danny probably knows more about our my, my country now than I do. I haven't like, done the test yet. That, that's that's on the way though. No, you just got married to a nice American girl. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. The plan is complete. <laughs> Which still makes him more of an American. Well, what's the I, what's the difference between having your citizenship and having a green card? Green card means you get to stay here. You get to stay here, but you but you don't get to vote. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Okay. Everything else is the same. Tax is the same. Okay. They give me the same amount of shit when I get off the plane. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, so this Trump thing's on you guys. You got it. I, can't, I can't help. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's definitely California's fault if Trump gets elected. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, certain parts of California, for sure. Oh, but it's winner takes all in the state. Well, I'm just saying their money's going elsewhere. You spent though. a lot of time pissing off a pretty good chunk of California. So <laughs> Yeah. I'm just saying, I think everyone in the Bay always assumes that California is like the most liberal place in the world. Right. Like, literally get out of San Francisco or Los Angeles and you'll see that that's fucking yeah. not true. A lot of there is a the whole middle. chunk of Northern California that wants to form a new state called Jefferson. Ah, uh, yes. The state of Jefferson. <laughs> Jefferson? Yeah. Really? Southern, Southern Oregon. Southern packs. Oregon and Northern California. There you'll, the you meth drive, belt? You, you drive up there, yeah, in the meth belt and you'll see all these bumper stickers, billboards. They say, I support Jefferson State. You know, they want to form this state. Wow. It was so. a session movie. Movement right before World War II started, and then and World then War it II transformed happens. into a fifty-first state movement eventually. Yeah, but what a shame. What's the yeah. capital? Like Willits? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I, I think it actually man, be like they Reading make or something the, like that. The, they want to lop off part of California and Oregon to make the poorest state in the country. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that they put a lot of thought into what the capital is going to be. It's yeah, the biggest tree. I don't be know. The state that has the most government subsidies of all of them. I'm sure, with Beautiful. also like the most white supremacists. <laughs> right, yeah. Which actually is like a pretty stiff competition, but I think they get it. Yeah, you should start taxing meth, and then that would be the most profitable. Legalize meth for yeah. tax in Jefferson <laughs> only, though. Is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, bringing bold ideas to our country. This is why we, yeah, we have immigrants right? to bring bold ideas. Barack, Barack. <laughs> Hussein Obama was the first one, and now oh, I'm Jesus the next Christ. <laughs> We're off to a great start this uh, week, dude. Uh, it, I on the game that I work on, we sometimes share messages that players will send us. Uh-oh. And like this one, this, this one, a player sent him where he was just like, "I know that you're, you know, you normally work on game systems and stuff like that, but I just wanted to hit you up because Sopa and Pipa failed." Or something like that, and Obama is going to ruin our internet. <laughs> and I was like, I had never heard that Obama. one before. Obama. It's like saying like, Obama without teeth. <laughs> yeah. Obama. So I was just thought that I just thought that was a good one. Obama. Is that like because so. he's such a bummer? Because he he likes butt sex. Uh, I think it's. Just I, I think it's probably the former rather than the latter. Okay. Like we're not we're not in Americans. In the UK. We don't we don't think of the bum. Yeah. Yeah. The bum that often. Um, 
I mean, we think about the bum. <laughs> sure, just but not we don't, with that we don't word. Think of it as the bum. Don't use that word. It's butt. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah. booty. Yeah. Uh, sure. See, that's how you know I haven't got my uh, citizenship yet. Yeah. I, I said bomb and totally forgot. But yeah, if you want to, if you want like a crash course on how racist the West Coast actually is, I there's do, a movie that please. just came out called Green Room. I mean, you could just, oh, yeah. or you could, oh, you could literally I just that. like yeah. fucking That's last night, like no that joke. Movie is, is intense as hell. Yeah, I mean, we'll, Anton Yelchin's last movie as yeah. well. Yeah, just go and talk to people next time you're at San Diego Comic Con. Find some locals and talk to them, and you'll find <laughs> out that even down there is like, yeah, so it's very yeah, different. Yeah, it's a military town. Mm. Yeah. A lot of Marines. I mean, you don't even have to go that far outside of San Francisco. Let's just say I was in a place over the weekend where... Called there, Berkeley. I, uh, actually, <laughs> I was in Oak... I was in Castro Valley. Oh, right. And... Yep, that'll do it. Yep. And and it was like real-life Call of Duty, man. I was around so many guns. A lot of people live I was around so many guns. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying I went, really? to, I went to a shooting range. Okay, well, that's hardly fair. <laughs> Man, it's now wanna, closed. If, <laughs> it's not done. all. It's not all liberals in California. If you go to a shooting range, <laughs> you'll find a couple conservatives. <laughs> it was an interesting. It was an interesting experience. Um, Did you shoot some stuff? Yeah, I, I shot. I shot clay pigeons. That's what I shot. As Eddie Izzard said, they're fuckers. So they have it coming. Skeet shot. Yeah. You shot I, was, I was very bad. Skeet, skeet. I was super bad Perfect. at it. Motherfucker, um, this is just going so well. <laughs> Uh, video games? Yeah. Where you I've, also shoot things. Yeah, sure. I have a bunch of those I can talk about. Uh, did anybody else play Battlefield 1? Yeah. I played a lot of Battlefield 1. Uh, did you also get the bug where the people on the screen that you're looking at had their satchels swinging around their waist? I was Okay, so that's <laughs> no. what that was. I kept on seeing there would be something spazzing out around their it's head. It's like, you know, like burlesque performers with nipple tassels? Right, it yeah. was like that sort of effect with their satchels. <laughs> right. Like that in a hula hoop combined. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would be on the, I would be in the scout car on the manning the back machine gun and the driver would just have this weird fucking thing spiraling. Oh and you look, you're like, oh, that's where the bullets are, which might explain why people are spawning in the game without a fucking gun. I didn't see anything like that. Like I, I, I didn't experience any game breaking bugs or anything like that. I tried bug. to play on Sunday for about an hour and a half, and like ninety percent of the time I spawned in the game, I did it without a weapon. Oh wow, that's very interesting. Because again, never, yeah, interesting is the word I would use for it. Never, yeah. never once experienced uh, any game breaking bugs myself. Visual bugs saw, but nothing. Oops, excuse me. Sorry. Anthony's playing the part of Twitter right now. When I say I have a problem <laughs> with the game, he's saying, I didn't experience any problems. I, I, yeah, I mean, I played several hours of it, yeah. and I just never experienced a, a problem outside of, you know, fucking, like, I saw weird physical physics bugs where, like, a guy mm. would get shot and his head bone would get stuck in a rock, and then his body would flip the fuck out and stretch and stuff. Like, what those are awesome, game though. game dev complaint to point out. <laughs> that, that, was a, that was, those are awesome, though. Like, I think bugs like that are the best bugs. Um, I want to say, other than the fact that I spawned without a weapon, which is somewhat of a disadvantage in a battlefield game uh you couldn't you couldn't melee anyone you couldn't do no it. no hey, and it's like, good enough for people in stalingrad ex- <laughs> I, exactly that i heard that joke more than once uh <laughs> but the thing is that like other than when i didn't spawn with a weapon the thing that that bugged me in battlefield one particularly oh, in bug rush <laughs> bugged me oh hey yeah, how about that it. the thing that bothered me because the the thing with the gun probably bugged me more uh, is that it has the same problem that like every Battlefield game has had since two, Bad Company 2 which is that like there are levels where snipers are entirely too effective right. and there's and no good way to break a field of fire. And so in this one, the one with the trains that runs to the map, Sinai Desert 
and that one's really rough because yeah. there's definitely a lot of positions where you'll just be running and you'll see the flash of a scope and you're like motherfuck and it's I'm just dead. like fucking barry pepper from saving private ryan everywhere <laughs> yes yeah that 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 is pretty bad uh I definitely spawned in vehicles as often as I could because of that. Right. Like, you know, like, but, uh, but you can't do that all the time because the vehicles get blown up or like, there's no people on your team and they're all gone. It's just like, there's not a good way to deal with snipers other than to become the enemy. Right. And also be a sniper. And that's not fun. Yeah. That, that level definitely struggles with breaking line of sight. To the some conquest degree. map is less of an issue because there's so totally. many trenches and ways to break line of sight. But yeah. in those big open maps, like any valley thing in a battlefield game is just a fucking sniper nightmare. Or you can be on a horse and then you're too fast for him. No, because uh, I definitely watched snipers just mow down yeah. horses. That was my bug. Was that, whenever horses. I killed somebody on a horse, they'd fl- just their dead body would float there forever. <laughs> the horse. <laughs> no, the <laughs> horse kept going. It's like, is it the ghost of the horse you killed? <laughs> the horse just went and then just like stuck there. You can definitely kill the horse, though. I shot yeah. the hell out of a horse. It take of a lot of bullets. Did. I mean, I didn't mean to. I was shooting the dude, and then I dropped the horse. We're talking the about horse. the game still, right? Yeah. Like the, the I would the never. Range. I, I, I would freak the fuck out if I shot a horse in real life. Dude, you, uh, can you imagine? More than a person, probably. probably Shooting horses in Red Dead longer than anyone listening would be comfortable. With. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just saying. Like, I in some ways, uh, shooting a person, I don't want to. Let's just not go down this no, route. No, we really should. I, I just feel like animals. It's, it's sadder in some ways because they don't understand what's happening. Sure. Right. That's the part that person that probably me. did something bad. Yeah, well, go back in their life at yeah. some point. Yeah. I'm just saying it bothers me when I see animals hurt because they don't understand what the fuck is going on. That's why. Especially but, when you shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, Magic the, powers? But the other thing is animals are so stoic. So they're just like, ah, man, my leg's gone. That's life now. Well, let's just keep struggling through this. And you're just like, Jesus Christ. What if that was part of Battlefield? Like, you could lose a limb but didn't die. Oh, yeah. Like, you had to, like, figure out a way. <sighs> I mean, that game's already brutal enough as it is. I mean, that you know, that that's one thing I'll say. It's not very gory. Like, you know, like... No, it's not like a... It's not like Treyarch's Call of Duty games. Yeah, you don't jib or anything <laughs> like that. Um, Thank God for that. Yeah, I, I still thought, you know, I think that game's really good. Like, like I have not enjoyed a Battlefield since 3. I didn't enjoy 4 that much. Mm. Huh. And I didn't play any I, of... I feel like the map design in 4 was pretty rough. I just feel like I was so checked off because Battlefield 3... Because Battlefield 4 had so many problems that I never ended up picking it up. Mm. So by the time I heard, oh, it's fine now, I was like, nah. It's too late. I'm over it. And so I played 1 and I was like... Man, this is actually really fucking good. And I thought I was going to hate certain things about it. Like, I like thought the I was going to hate. There are automatic weapons. Or, <laughs> yeah. Or that you spawn in vehicles. And when you spawn in a vehicle, it isn't, you don't just, you know, it's not like the go pick up a vehicle thing that Battlefield's always been. It's mm. the battlefront solution of starting a vehicle flying, you know. And I thought I was going to hate that. I mean, I feel like that's happened before, though. Like, you, but maybe not in the same way. Like, there aren't vehicles on, on autopilot in other Battlefield games. Yeah, not autopilot. I'm just saying, yeah, exactly. Battlefield 2, you would start at the main base and you'd be like, Airfield. oh, fuck, there's a tank and you're all going to sprint to the tank. Ah, he got in the tank before yeah. me. Now you select spawn tank, what tank you want to spawn as, and you just start as that tank. And it and it's like... Dude, he, remember in 1942, you, you started in, like, a aircraft carrier. You and everyone would just boat. sprint. Oh, in 1943, yeah. you mean? Yeah. No, in 42. Oh, because yeah, like, that's the way it was, on, it was on 43 as well. Like, the SBLA game, yeah. Like, yeah, so 42, yeah and, yeah. You'd, and you'd be like, ah, don't, you'd wait for the guy that was on the landing craft, and you're like, don't take off with yeah. me, don't take off with me, and he'd just fucking take yeah. off. Yeah. And so you're like, I guess I'm swimming. So Iwo Jima looks really nice from here. Yeah. yeah. Or, or wait five minutes for them to or, take or, wait, or for the plane to spawn so that you <laughs> yeah. can hop in the plane and take off. Like, I mean, I granted it gets around all that, I, but I just thought I was going to hate the fact that, like, mm. you have to wait to spawn as a vehicle and stuff, but man, it's actually really good. Like, I love, and I love to, 
being able to spawn on squad. Like, I, that was something old Battlefields didn't have in being able to spawn in their vehicle and just being like, now I'm the fucking tail gunner for this bomber. I feel like no, that was actually in the game, I think. Like the other Battlefield games, like you could spawn in a vehicle if your squad had it. And Maybe three. Yeah. Three started that. I don't think Bad Company had that. But I, It's been a long time. But uh, I just feel like it's like so nice being able to spawn as a tail gunner. Like air combat in that game actually feels surprisingly good. Yeah. And it's pretty nice because even on the ground, planes move slow enough that you can totally tag mm-hmm. them if you want. Yeah, I like, mean, you, it's, and just leading them feels very natural. Yeah, and I've, I've actually seen people kill the pilot of a plane without mm-hmm. killing the plane itself, which is actually really cool. <laughs> I killed the pilot and the gunner, and then the plane just it would stay in the air until it crashed. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and the, and the, another thing that blew me away in that game is is uh, some fucking next gen shit. Is that it has a uh, realistic plane damage to a degree? Yeah. Like so, when my right wing got shredded, now the plane would always constantly drag, so I had to fight it. <laughs> and so, like, I was like, oh, that's actually pretty neat that it isn't just my health bar of this plane, and when it drops to zero, I blow Does up. Does the hole eventually close? No. I mean, the plane, you can you can repair. And if right. you can fly long enough, maybe I could have repaired how do it. I but... hold, how do I fix this hole? Someone hold up a blowtorch to it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there are still some battlefield I, to that I game. I with it. I, you know, I like, don't care. But it's it's pretty cool. And it's pretty cool as someone who, like, did a lot of studying of World War One stuff, like, uh, to see some of those, their version of some of those tanks and stuff mm. like that in action, you know? Yeah, it, it does seem like of all the, the sort of shooters coming out this fall, like all the first person shooters, the Battlefield One has the most positive buzz behind it. Yeah. Like it seems like the one people might actually gravitate to take toward and play. Which is like surprising because I feel like coming out of four, it could have easily been a total shit show. Like four was, oh, right. was so bad. Like people yeah. got real burned but, on that. But well, when you when you give them the opposite with Call of Duty where it's just like I mean the timing for that was pretty great. Yeah, where they're like, Okay, we're gonna latch onto the thing and this is the thing that I think I was talking to you guys on Skype the other night when i was at the call of duty event people were at like we're talking about like we uh it was at the um sledgehammer panel and they're like are you going to make a game that we can relate to talking about the setting not the right not the the characters not the like what's going on with the story the setting Mm. because they're like oh it's in the universe but it's not on earth and it's not about a historical thing or or even a modern thing so we don't care yeah and that that was not shocking, but it was like it was interesting to hear from from people in the audience. It wasn't like a, a random person on the yeah. comments. It was a person saying. The thing about Battlefield Four that's interesting too is because that was like their year to take advantage too, because that was the worst year for Call of Duty. Mm. Like Ghosts was like the low point for Call of Duty, for sure. Um, but they just couldn't get their shit together. And I'm fascinated to see what they end up doing with the single player stuff because like three and four were not everyone's cup of tea, and then. But like, which is no, weird because they were bad. They, yeah, they were bad. We I have like a it. weird soft spot for three. I can like Why? objectively say it's not great. It's not. It's not good. Did you maybe have? Even. Were you contractually required to play through no, it? All? No, I actually, for whatever reason, I really liked three's campaign. I oh, don't know why. Danny. There's some levels that are really good. I was, I've I've had some shooter campaigns that I liked <laughs> that other people didn't like. I liked the, uh, I liked Medal of Honor Airborne's campaign. Medal of Honor Airborne had a good campaign. Did it? I thought it was kind of... It had some pretty... If you said you like Medal of Honor 2010's campaign... <gasps> oh, God. Or yeah. Medal of Honor Warfighter's campaign... I actually always meant then we to... Then would have words. Uh, ...to play through... Which one was the modern one? That was... 20, uh, 2010 and yeah. Warfighter. I always meant to play through 2010, specifically because everyone said there's one level that's really good, and it I always feels, wanted to play through that one so level. so phenomenally exploitative... 
Really? Yeah. I know, but everyone said there's just one level that has really like good tension. it ends tension. with your dude, I think, in a coffin with Linkin Park playing, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. Does that wow. sound right? That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the what ha- song? What hot rip? God, I don't it know. was 2010. It was probably something off. off I just heard that. I, I was just always told yeah. the 2010 had a level where you guys are like holding out, and you're like, holy shit, are they going to really actually overrun us? And it's like this really intense moment. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I, that's, yeah. And everyone always said, if you could just play that, and just nothing else mm. like that would be interesting to play just to see how they actually manage that, that, like, that it's like the one good moment that game had a system where you got better ways to kick in doors so like you started off with just like kicking in the door and then you got a crowbar and, and then, then you, you got a shotgun the operator, and just, right? yeah yeah and it was just like it, it was if you like killed all the dudes in the room and it was like you got this for the next one it was like the, so purposeless and sick like, perks yeah yeah <laughs> it, yeah that game was a disaster Played through the entire thing the best level in the Battlefield 3 has well, it's got one really good level but it's the Paris level which like now I can't the one where like you're it. driving through the streets the one where you it's you and your and your two cohorts your Russian friends yeah and you're like trying to run away something about like the audio in that with like the police oh and, like, the, the audio shots. in that game yeah. is incredible oh uh, what he's describing sounds like like a uh, heat you know kind of yeah it's yeah. a bit like mm-hmm. run the way and all that but like it's weird because they were coming off Bad Company which is obviously just completely different yeah. type of single player experience which is yeah, actually like well written and that funny much different. so yes. I don't know I hope they figured that shit out can we just get Bad Company 3 please yeah never please it'll probably never happen no it, it'll never happen but I want it did they just not sell it's no it's so great really that I game think, sold like 10 million copies I, th- I think it was just different creative people it was Dave Goldfarb that did yeah. it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So, he's still then, living out there, right? He's but still he's living working. out there, but now he's, he's independent. He's floating around yeah. to a different place. Like, he was at Starbreeze for a while. I think he did Payday stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's who he was at, yeah. And then now he's just doing whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Making money consulting, probably, or something. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. you have a headache? Yeah, but it's all good. Do you want it's something? Been, no, I just, I like all of us, I have a job where I stare at a monitor all, all fucking right. day. So I can turn off the light, we can do this in the dark. No, no, no. I purposefully turn on the lights because I don't want to get sleepy, Arthur. Your apartment's always very dim. People don't know that because they can't see it. But it's very comfortable. It's soft. Arthur, it's Arthur soft always lighting. uses very soft lighting, and I'm like, I just, like, I don't know if it's because of the way I grew up or whatever, but I'm always like, turn on the harshest fucking overhead white light. Like, I want it to, like, bleach your fucking skin. It's Living so nasty. It's a real picnic. <laughs> yeah, just like all the time, you know? Like, as soon as I go home, I'll come home, my girlfriend will be like watching the TV in the, di- in the dimmer light, and I'll be like, fucking all the lights on, please. Like, it has to be. Garrison I want us to here. be a middle school cafeteria yes. right now. <laughs> yeah, like I need to have the same feeling like I'm looking for fucking pampers as like a depressed father in Walmart. Um, <laughs> like that's what I need. So the, the thing about Battlefield's campaign that concerns me is the fact that it is September and we have not seen it. Right, totally. <laughs> Every fucking yeah. show has happened already this year. Like mm-hmm. we've had mm-hmm. we've had GDC where I'm pretty sure it came it was debuted like right after GDC, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we've had E3 We've had Comic-Con, we've had Gamescom, we've had PAX, and yep. we've had zero fucking campaign. TGS reveal. I know, they yeah, haven't even sure done They haven't even done their own thing. You would have thought they would have done their own thing by now. If yeah. they were gonna... Not one. Not once. That's pretty Not, close, right? Like, we, we don't even know who's in it. Like, oh, they would have trotted stars. out like a voice actor by now. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what the basic premise of, of Battlefield 1 is. It's not, it's so it is these... It's not historical, right? It's like I mean, it's like vaguely historical, but like maybe World War One carried on way longer. Than I mean, it it's the Hellfighters, right? Like, I guess yeah. There's going to be. I mean, that was, they have was the you and someone else like at GameSpot that like caught that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. first and ran with it. Like it was I, like a grab. 
It was um, yeah, because I'd watched like a documentary about them like a couple of months earlier, and then there's a guy in Gamespot called Mike Mike Mahardy who is like had like studied World War One for like in university or whatever. Right. So like went in and started like asking him a shitload of questions about it. Uh, and, and the collector's edition comes with a statue. Of right. One yeah. Of those yeah. Dudes. And they're there on the loading screens and all that. But I feel like characters. I feel like even the way they're portrayed and stuff, it looks like it's like. Imagine if World War One had carried on for like six more years or something like that. Like is the feeling I'm getting from it. So I'm not sure. Like the technology it, they're using is like definitely like it's end like, of the era. Yes, sort of like stuff. it's like yeah, like even the tanks and stuff. You're like oh, like those were very end of the war. Like right, but I mean it's we're just playing multiplayer. So who the fuck knows? <laughs> no, I know. It'd be really cool if they went for like a super legit. Like this is the way it was. Yeah, there's a game. Or that, if they that did like exists. where you're like a superhero Quentin Tarantino style like right. black fighter in World War One. That would also be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. I would play that game. Yeah, except you'd be really sad. They'd be like, "Ah, oh, send them in first. Like you know, like, that's, that's probably how it was. The French wasn't that what happened with a bunch of them? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like, we don't want to fight with them. So where the fuck is it? Is right? what I'm saying. Like it's September. That game is out in six weeks. If they've something to show, they should have shown it by now. Yes. So this yeah, is, the worry is that they've nothing to show. It's not like EA is a coy publisher. Yeah. Like they show things. Yeah. We, we saw. Think, we've yeah. seen more Mass Effect Andromeda campaign than we've oh, seen Battlefield One thing. campaign. Just shit. Think how much Titanfall we've seen, like already as well. No campaign. No, we have seen campaign. All we've that. seen like the trailer, which says so little. It, all of that could be pulled from multiplayer footage. I know people who've at least played it at a preview. Oh, event. right, yeah, they like did all, do that. All yeah. that yeah. weird right. dog stuff, like straight out of Half Life Two. I didn't you and read your like any of it. I don't read that stuff anymore. Nobody does really. But but that's it. Like it was without like within a week, I think. I think so. It's one? sandwiched between Call of Duty and Battlefield, right. which is you know just an excellent place for a game like that to be. <laughs> You know. Yeah, that's very weird. Even as an EA, like that, yeah. both the EA partner and the EA themselves. I mean, someone in EA had to say, totally. "Sure, yeah, we'll do that." Didn't they release the first Titanfall in like March? Uh, during GDC. Oh right, okay, Feb- it, March probably. Yeah, yeah. I think well, crazy. I just like it, it's weird for them because are they? Does that team just need to move on to Star Wars? Right. Yeah, that's yeah. true, and EA knows that because it's their property as well. Yeah. So um, uh, I don't know. So it's sandwiched between Battlefield, which we just talked about. Hmm. And Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Yeah. Which James played and apparently has some feelings about. Oh, really? That game is not good. <laughs> like, Well, you played multiplayer? I played multiplayer. Okay. So this is the multiplayer reveal, so, which happened at Call of Duty XP. And that game... F- Does it suffer being so inherently adjacent to Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Uh, Yes. Because... Do, well, does it suffer compared to, like... First off, I just need to know, like, how does it build upon the stuff of Advanced Warfare and Black Ops 3, right? Which is all, it, like, it crazier movement and stuff, right? by doing too much. Oh, really? Yeah. By, they put in six different systems. So, like, the, it goes along with the, I would say, the framework of what the thing the series is going to be now, which is, like, you have a specialist, which I think what it was called in Black Ops 3, which is, like, uh, a character class mm. that has a special ability. In this one, it's now you have a special ability and then like a second special ability, and the thing is you can change them uh, mid match. So you can be like, okay, right. I want to change this one, but then you'll like it will be like oh, I'm going to be this one, and it's not just the gun or the passive or like it would be like if it's armor. I need you to give an example. Uh, the assault one is a a, a spread shotgun, like or it's like a spread machine gun that has like shoots like ricochet bullets. Okay. Or you get um, 
I guess speed boost, I think, is like it, that you just. But run. like, what are my special powers? The, like, the, those are the two ones. The, oh, okay. the, the meter fills up, and you get the spread shotgun or the oh, spread. Right. spread oh, the gun. shotgun is your special it, power. It's not a shotgun. It's a spread shot. Right, gun. right. But I'm yeah. just saying. I'm just saying the weapon <laughs> yeah. itself is the special. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like like it was in Black Ops Three. Like you could get I, the, the, I actually the Tempest amazingly never played Black Ops Three. They all yeah. just blend together. Didn't you play a little bit during nope. Extra Life? Oh like yeah, four the in first, the morning, the first level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never yeah. played. I, never, I, I I just never got back into that. Um, and then beyond that, there's like secondary ones where it was like it, for certain classes you slide farther. For some of them, you get like a back shield or something like that. So you you oh, drill yeah. into those three menus. Then on top of that. And then it's all your guns, which is like the standard pick 10 stuff. But then there's crafting in the game, which is like a separate crafting currency <laughs> on top of this, the standard leveling you up. Pickaxes? Y- y- fucking... uh, yeah, it's like, it's like variants on the guns. So it's like, oh, here's this pistol. Now it shoots a seven round burst. Okay. So it's kind of like the the crafting sounds like their version of amped weapons in Titanfall. Yeah. Or, cards. Or cards, yeah. Yeah, but it's like even farther than that where it's like there's different rarities and stuff like that. Like they're going How for are like, you crafting them? Like while you're leveling up? You're, like, you're getting materials when you're leveling up that then you apply right. to the different rarity types and stuff like that. But okay. is it like a one-use thing with this gun that shoots seven mm-hmm. rounds? You just get it. Like once you get it, you... You have it. It's just a different variant of just one instead of, the guns. of it being one currency, it's like a bunch of different currencies for each gun. Uh, it's one currency that is over can be applied overall. They didn't, it, so it wasn't in the game, but they just talked about it. Okay, but like even when we picked it up, we went in this game. We're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, right. like we're like, okay, you have three minutes to make your class, and I was like, I can't even fathom to start thinking about what I'm going to use in here. How long did you play for? Uh, I played two separate days, probably about forty five minutes each day. Okay. Did you feel like you had a better sense of it after the 90 minutes? Yes, but I also was just like, all right, I found one gun I'm going to use. And then I did right. the thing where I didn't use any of the extra stuff and just did put everything on the gun. Because <laughs> like that, that's what made sense to me and how I could play the game and like understand it rather than being like, all right, I'm going to take this black hole or this cryo, cryo mine or something How's like that. How's the map design? Mm. Uh, good. That's like the one benefit. And so there's two other things that the... They're going on with the lane design that like kind of like Black Ops went with, which is like three lanes or two lanes, uh, with like intersections and in, like between them we can cross off. Um, which is not what Advanced Warfare did so no. much. No, uh, Black Ops Three did some Advanced War or Advanced Warfare did not. Which is also like Ghosts was very haphazard in its multiplayer design. Yeah, there were like very big levels that with, like they're like way too big. Yeah, mm-hmm. like and I think they had more people per level. I think, maybe. Yeah. Um, on the next gen consoles, they did. yes. Um, but yeah, then I played Call of Duty Four Remastered, and I was like, oh, this is still one of the greatest shooters of all time, at least for multiplayer. And like, it felt good. Like they they talked about they changed the animations, but didn't change the timing, so it just felt the same. You're like, yeah, the annoyances of that game, like of like martyrdom is not fun. Last oh, hand yeah. is not fun. Are, so are they changing any of that? They're nope. keeping it as is. Yeah, as that's is. cool. The progression's the same. They didn't add yep. pick ten or any of that shit nope, to it. It's right. exactly the same. And th- the the way that I kept them putting it to people in the office is I played Infinite Warfare and felt like kind of just like, oh well, this is here. And then I went over and played COD four and this is partial nostalgia. And I was smiling the right. entire time. I was having fun and being like, oh, this is really fun. Yes, partially because I know the maps and partially because I know all the weapons and everything. But it was also like, it just felt better. Mm. Like, it felt cohesive rather than being like, okay, well, I have to. This The slide difference is now, like, the slide on between Black Ops 3 and Infinite Warfare is different. So I have to get used to that. The wall run speed is different. And it, it's not, and 
it's just it, it's enough where I like I'm like okay well I'm probably just gonna play COD 4 rather yeah. than play Infinite Warfare I'll play through the campaign and probably put 10 hours into the multiplayer but I don't think I've like it won't be the game that I'll come back to again and again like you, I did you're not the first person I've heard say it out. like it yeah. sounds like made a lot of sense that they're packing think those it's together undermining Call of Duty a little bit as far as the multiplayer consistency goes to have three different studios rattling those games off in succession like and changing things back mm. and forth a little bit um i think that they're they're everyone is now following up on what advanced warfare did and like where the mobility has to be high and like it always felt like it was going back in that quake direction which Mm. is fine but it i feel like uh infinity ward is suffering because that's probably not what they wanted to do they're probably just okay well everyone else is doing this so this is now our thing right people really liked this one thing part of me wonders who the fuck is infinity ward at this point because like we have faces and names and people to attach to sledgehammer and and even treyarch like their figure and all those guys like but like who is infinity ward now other than like a name on a building where a bunch of other people used to work the yeah the i mean the single player has it it's the dudes from um from naughty dog but the multiplayer, like, you don't have the people coming out and being the voice and talking about, Here, here's what we're doing. We're considering your feedback. Like, I just didn't see that. Yeah. I don't even think all the multiplayer. I mean, the thing is about the the truth about any Call of Duty game, too, is the multiplayer isn't made by one studio. Yeah. It's made by a bunch of studios. It's made by, it's still made by, like... Raven. Well, Raven. Raven's yeah. working on COD 4 Remaster, so, but, like... It's and, like the, and, like, the Guitar Hero guys also work on multiplayer maps, like... Yeah, like yeah. all these companies that used to be individual Activision studios are now just like COD Four multiplayer map houses. So it's we're like, working on zombie maps and shit. Yeah. yeah, which is now in every Call of Duty game. Like you mm-hmm. can't do a fucking Call of Duty game. With oh really? Zombies. Infinite yes. Warfare has zombies. Yeah, it's like Space really? zombies. Yeah, it's an, this one's an infinite. Uh, or sorry, is a um, infinite zombies. Yeah, is a eighties uh, theme one, which is actually it's actually really good. Mm. Like I, they so they had that as well. That's uh, kind of disappointing because you know my favorite thing that Infinity Ward had going for their Call of Duties was their uh, their, their co-op mode, their so their side ops. Yeah, that was like yeah. the two player missions. Yeah, those were cool. Yeah. Like where one person was in the gunship and the other person was like on the ground, like stuff like that was actually interesting to but me. But even like Modern Warfare Three didn't really have that. Like they had they had like you could play on the maps and it was like co-op wave defense and that yeah, was, right, that right. was during, like yeah. the era like, of didn't the you have, like crews or squads or something like AI squads that you made yeah. or was that ghosts. Uh, I don't know. I think there was both. I think both of them had that, but it was just like. And Ghosts had its like weird horde mode with aliens. Yeah. That was terrible. God, yeah. It was so. Ghosts was a bad game. <laughs> From top to bottom, yeah. that game was bad. The, the, the last thing I'll say about Infinite Warfare is it has health bars above people's heads now, which is a very strange thing to yeah, have in a Call, Call of Duty game. Fuck. Yeah. 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 That is like an esports thing all the way. Yeah. Which is like it was because like a huh like well it was I like it was now I was able to call out like it's a very Call Duty thing to go like oh, the guy's one shot because he literally I can see he has no health and yeah. he's like he does it I mean well, does it encourage teamwork in a way hmm. that that it didn't before yeah, that game will unless you're playing at a level or playing with a group of people it doesn't matter like I there's it, people are gonna get away and you're gonna be like okay well there's a guy running down this hallway he's probably regened it by now like regen that health. Hmm. I don't know. I'll, it's fine. Like that so, was the thing. I, I was like, it's fine. Yeah. How is Modern Warfare remastered though? Hey, can, can I get Modern Warfare remastered on its own? Nope. No, not yet. You have anyway. to buy Infinite Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you were getting the Xbox Xbox One version, fuck you. 
Because mm-hmm. the PS4 version has the campaign a month early. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, 30 days. Which is... That's insane. Yeah. So wait, did, I totally is, forgot about it. Does that. Infinite Warfare, all versions, come with Modern no. Warfare? Just the hardened. Just, yeah, the, the special edition. Like the what? How expensive? $80. Is, uh, oh, fuck you, Activision. No. Jesus. I'd rather, I would rather oh. just pay $40 for Modern Warfare. <laughs> and, like, and that's why they won't do yeah. it. So totally. anecdotally, and this is like a publicly available because you can look on IGN's YouTube, the clips that I put up of Infinite Warfare. Oh, right. Did nothing. Did about thirty to forty k. Right. Which of, of, in, of Modern Warfare put, did about one hundred and fifty k per right. clip. It's like people. That's all they give. Like people are like are so frustrated in the comments. They're like, we just want this. Like which which I totally get. Because so now, but now that means they absolutely cannot. Yeah. Sell it separately for for at, le- for at least like six months. And if they were smart. Or more. They would just add it to the sixty dollars skew and goose their sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the reason, like, it would get me to, it would make an instant buy for me. You're in the same, in, yeah. in the same reason that I got Crackdown. Right, I bought Crackdown yeah, back the in the Halo. day to get in the Halo yeah, thing, yeah. and it was like an instant buy. And if Whereas that like was eighty dollars, you're like, oh, man, now you're taking the piss. Like that's yes, that's way too exactly. Much. So wait, is the multiplayer for COD Four, the remastered one, and the new one, are they both on the same day? Oh. Yeah, so they're, you get them both if you buy it on PS4. So that's going to like cannibalize their own multiplayer audience yeah. as well. Or sure, they'll just or or conversely, no one will play Infinite Warfare. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's not cannibalism. <laughs> it's just like an empty <laughs> island yeah. where people were supposed to live. It's like an empty hotel. Yeah, but there's other hotel really right nice beside empty it. Hotel. It's pumping. Yeah, it's just 24 so it's, hours. In COD4, does it come with all the maps? No. Uh, it's ten at launch and then sixteen. By the end of the year, yeah, or the the last six at the by the end of the year. Are they going to sell me the last six? No, you get, no. Them, you get them if you buy them. Oh, uh, yeah, that was the eighty dollars, man. They fucking want to, yeah, stick a bow on. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, wow. The, 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 the other the thing that happened was exclusivity is mm, mm, was the super shitty. Yeah, yeah, was the COD XP finals uh, or the COD World League, whatever it's called, World Cup that no sure. one cared about. Like right. it was, I. That's not that. That's not. True. There were people, a lot of people watching, people watching online, about 100,000 people watching online. I've tried watching it, you know? I feel like even as a someone who enjoys Call of Duty and stuff like that, like, it is still a very hard game to watch. Yeah, yeah I think Black Ops 3 did really well. Like, they're, I think they were the first people to do spectator stuff back in Black Ops 2, maybe? Yeah, they did. Um, and, like, I thought it was really watchable that it was some good storylines of, mm-hmm. like, um, Optic getting knocked out. I think it was in the semifinals. I'm concerned with, especially if they wanted this to grow, that if with Infinite Warfare, that, like, that game won't be good. Like, if they put COD 4 back as, like, the worldly thing, so many people would watch. Because right. I watched... Uh, something, God, yeah. Something called ProMod, which was a a some, a mod for... Because Call of Duty had mods back then that was, like, the rebalanced version, which is some of the best, like... I, I like that better than I liked counter-strike or huh. like better than like counter-strike why can't, i mean to me i feel like why can't they do both like i feel like you know fighting game tournaments let you play mm. street fighter 2 and street fighter 4 because and, it's a marketing yeah they want to sell dlc thing I, i'm still it's cu- not just that they want to sell the game i yeah, still actually sure. want to play infinite warfare because i'm only curious what creative people from naughty dog and a new team go over there and make yeah. as a campaign yeah. that's like in this weird fucking future yeah, I, I thing like, I, that I, sounds I interesting the me. campaign i didn't get to see it at e3 because is it a co-op work. campaign i don't know is that like is no, that no like, i don't think so okay which I I, honestly after the co-op campaign of black ops 3 i think that that's a good thing because mm. mm. yeah. the the co-op element and the like 
loadout element of the campaign of Black Ops 3 really watered down any sort of good level design mm. that that series has ever shown. Yeah, I think their co-op, you're getting your back scratched with the zombie stuff as well. Yeah, people yeah. want to do that. Which I have no interest yeah, in. Yeah, me neither. Uh, and then there was, a, there was a small, like, VR, Call of Duty VR experience, but that was just a, like, dogfighting thing. That was pretty simple. A dogfighting thing? In space. Yeah. Space. There's space dog fighting in this game. Mm-hmm. You use your head to lock onto other ships, and then... It's Eve Valkyrie, basically. Yeah. yeah. What was it demoed on? Uh, PSVR. 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 Okay, I wasn't sure. I just was wondering I if I think was... they have an exclusivity thing with PSVR. Mm-hmm. Is it part of the game, or is it like a separate Call Except of Duty VR experience? Separate pieces. Separate Are software. Are fucking kidding me? I don't, I don't think they're selling it, though. Or at least it comes with, if you buy the game, it comes right. with it. Right, so that's what right. it should be, yeah. right? That it's just like a mode. Yeah. Not like the Batman thing where they're selling it for like forty dollars or something. Oh, really? What? <laughs> the, yeah, the Batman VR experience they're selling separately. It's interesting because I, I have to wonder if like uh, I'm gonna have to look this up now. I, I have wrong. to wonder <laughs> if it's one of those things like the Call of Duty VR PS VR experience is like is like a thing that was done for other things, and by that yeah. I mean like I remember hearing scuttlebutt from people way back in the day. That sorry, Batman Arkham VR is twenty dollars. That right. the PlayStation Vita Call of Duty was like a thing that Activision did as a favor to Sony right. to get other things across. Yeah. So it was like it was like there's all kinds of underdealings where they're like, We'll support your platform if in this other way you fucking help us with totally. this. If they like, can I, say the Call of Duty has a VR thing, even if it's just like the most, you know, yeah. whatever tiniest thing ever, like that's gotta help them at least on a not if they're trying to sell another console instead. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But I do wonder if, like, there were those rumors for years that Microsoft was paying a kickback from Xbox Live to Activision for Call of Duty as part of that exclusivity deal that they were right. getting a cut of Xbox Live uh, revenue. And I do wonder if that's in place for PSN mm. now that Activision and Sony have signed their deals. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean. God, I just, amongst all the people I know, Call of Duty makes no difference in their online stuff. The things that does make them get PSN and Xbox Live is the fact of the free games and stuff. Free, in quotes, mm-hmm. of games. Like, that's actually rentals. been... A, the lease. The lease, yeah. The leasing of games has been something that's driven more people I know to actually go and invest in those services the, more the than anything. Modern Warfare stuff does feel like Sony and Activision really trying to get people over to PlayStation because, mm-hmm. like, for the last several years, despite the exclusivity, like, the Xbox stuff for call of duty has continued to do really well Mm. um like it's held on to an audience i think more than people would have expected yeah i mean those people who play in groups like that i mean we're talking about dota before we were on live tribes you know you try wait you talk about the game tribes like tribes like tribes of people on their little platforms their little islands right platform i mean if you play with your like cousin across the country or you got that little group of people like it sometimes it takes a lot to like swing a group of people onto a new platform yeah Mm -hmm. um a new tribes now that would be Yes, there already seller. was a new tribes a little while ago, and it didn't do so well. It was good too. It was good. It was a good tribes game. Yeah. <laughs> now they do smite instead. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. It was high res that oh, did God. it. Yeah. High res. They had a series of games that did okay, 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 and then they made smite, and now they're like, oh, right, now okay. we just make smite. I actually okay. don't know how well smite is doing now because I never see anybody talk about it anymore. I think it does fine. It does really well for World a studio for a small studio based out of Georgia. World ah, Tanks is right. doing just fine. World yeah. of Tanks is a money laundering front anyway. <laughs> World of Tanks does really amazing. World of Warplanes does shit. World of Battleships. Eh, we'll yeah. see. But like like that's the thing is like they're like it sucks because World of Tanks continues to be their 
biggest thing like six years on or whatever. World of Tanks is played by your friend's dads. Yeah. I actually like played the Xbox One World of Tanks game. It's actually really good. Like, I was like... Did you tell your dad? I, I played it. I downloaded it and played it because my dad was staying with me. Really? Was 100% yes. Wow. My dad was like, are there any tank the games? The theory holds. He said, are there any tank games? Yeah. The word, are there any tank games? That is amazing. Yeah. And I was like, I should have oh. told him about Wargasm. What about that? <laughs> tank, tank, no. tank. Is that a real game? <laughs> real PC game. Like, <laughs> go into the Wii U eShop and get tank, tank, tank. <laughs> well, my dad, but my dad, my dad is the, is the <laughs> ideal uh, target audience for World of Tanks because he's over 40, has disposable income, is military, and is interested in history. Right. Like, all those things compound yeah. to be like, ah, oh, it's that fucking weird he's model like tank. He's, like, stereotypically masculine but wants something to nerd out on, and war machines are definitely something he <laughs> yeah. can nerd out on. Yeah, and, you know... Which I don't say to insult him. Anthony's dad's no, great. I mean, we're the same way. I'll nerd out on a weird tank stuff. Like, I find myself on Wikipedia all the time just reading about... Today I was actually reading on Wikipedia about salt park, salt pork, and hardtack because I was like, I just want to know more about those things that people used to eat. What? So, yeah. Salt pork. Salt pork. Yeah. It's like it's like a since like the like probably eleventh century or something. People have been the most common thing sailors ate at sea and soldiers ate abroad was two things: hardtack, which is like bread that's been baked like four times. Okay, so you and never it's, never goes. It yeah, and then and then uh, and then. And, you know, even Continental Soldiers, Napoleon's guys, they all ate hardtack. Pirates ate hardtack. Uh, and then salt pork, which is basically just, like, super salted meat so that it doesn't go bad. Right. Like, incredibly salted. So most soldiers on... That sounds great. Most sailors and stuff, you'd get, like, a pound of hardtack. You'd get a little bit of salt pork and you get a gallon of beer. And that was, like, your daily ration. Jesus. Yeah. That's a I mean, lot of beer. Yeah. It is, but you have to imagine that the thing is, too, like... Yeah, you know, didn't have clean water. I actually heard a good person talk about this one time, because there's, like, a bunch of stuff in the Bible, right, about prohibitions on drinking is the way people would read it. But this, I heard this one guy was talking about, he's like, I, I've never viewed it as that, because he's like, the reason they talked about, like, you shouldn't get drunk was because in biblical times, beer was, like, 2%. So if you wanted to get drunk, you had right. to commit... And you had to just be like, I'm going to do nothing but drink for like 14 hours straight. <laughs> and so it would really, it isn't talking about the drunkenness is the problem. It's that you're literally just dedicating your life to it's just sloth. doing this, right. this really shitty thing for, yeah. to yourself all day. And I was like, ah, oh, that's an interesting perspective on it. Cause of the, so that's my point. A gallon of beer then would have been super watered down. Right. It was mostly the reason you drank a whole gallon is cause it had more calories than anything else yeah. to help you like not die. And you're, you're fucking salty pork and you're thirsty. Exactly. Yeah. Dehydrated. Yes. And so here's some really watery beer that's great hard tech hard, hard tech? tech hard tech sounds like some like sci-fi drug <laughs> yeah well you can still get it uh in uh they call them they call it hard bread in a okay. lot of european countries and uh, in an alaska alaska apparently is the only state in the united states where it's a very common thing to buy right it's sold as uh i believe it's sold as pilot's bread is what they call it because in alaska if you have a light airplane as a lot of people do yeah it is illegal to take off like airports won't let you take off unless they confirm that you have emergency supplies really and including in that is like non-perishable food so you got your pork all these planes buy the 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 pilot the pilot bread which is like this really hard bread that can't go bad that's amazing they have to have like a certain amount of it yeah like to before they're allowed to take off in case you go down in the woods man you have been enjoying wikipedia yeah yeah that's what i'm saying i I I do deep dives i do deep dives because i I, and it's usually because i'm usually uh eating something and i like (laughs) to read about something i'm eating and then that takes me on a weird path so you know i'm really into like i love learning about things that people used to eat mm. you know it's it's very interesting the way that food has developed over time and the things that people used to consider like super good because you know i don't think people ever take a second and stop and think like man i'm eating the sandwich it has fucking pesto 
and yeah. and tomatoes and salt and pepper and i'm like dude all this would have been like the richest person's meal right. yeah. like 600 years ago like that that would that, that would have been so fucking decadent and above anything you know it's like you know the term salary even comes from uh it was the money that Roman soldiers were given salt. to get salt. Yeah, yeah. so it was, yeah, yeah. so it's like you know, just people just the idea Jeez. of salt. So, anyways, I do a lot of deep dives for when you should be working. This is well. It's usually like I said when I'm eating something on my desk. I'm like, this is really salty. Let's look up salt. Salt's really fucking interesting. What was spread like before salt? It fell, it fell down the wiki hole. Yes. So support Wikipedia. Um, I can talk God. about wow. I guess. Do we want to? Do you we want to talk, talk about, about wow? Wow. I'll, I'll I, very shortly because I'll talk about it more when I'm like actually like getting into rating and. Do you actually so play Wow? I resubbed. Oh yeah. yeah. That game has changed so much. Like now, people are like, you can build. A lot fucking, of people are playing it right now. You can build towns now. Mm-hmm. You can have. You, you, can you have like towns. a garrison, as they call it. Yeah. You can have followers mm-hmm. in that game. Like all this shit Twitter that followers? like last time I. Uh, uh, oh, I hope not. Last time I, I played that game, social media last, in Azeroth. The last update I played in that game that was like, oh, look at how they changed the game was they had like their Pokemon battle system. Yeah, right. You know, and like beyond that, that game is now. That like, was like fucking Miss Pandaria. I know. It? Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That game is like moved on five years and has now become a completely different beast. Yeah. That is so, like. So it's been. I looked at like on my like Bnet account. Like you can see like oh when like when were you last subscribed? And it was five years ago. Oh really? Yeah. Jesus, so it was Cataclysm. That. I think was the last yeah. expansion that I played. And it's really good. Like I feel like they learned a lot of. St- things from Diablo and they were like hey we should actually bring this back so I started the Demon Hunter which is the new class for the expansion and it that class more than any other because I also played a paladin uh, that I like they gave you a token so you can be like, like a level 100 character and it the Demon Hunter feels like they learned a bunch of lessons from Diablo and decided let's make a character class that's based around movement that's fun to move throughout the world without it being like you're gonna sit here and cast spells it's like no you're gonna be like kicking off the enemy and like dashing back in and like bouncing all over the place and like leaping up into the air and like floating around and then that, that comes back around into the things that they learned about loot and simplifying the skill trees and like the choices that you make where you shouldn't have 40 spells it's like no you have four, you have three spells that then can chain into these other they don't really like chain but like you're like two that that grant like the resource and then here's the four that you can spend oh, it right, on. Yeah. So you're just you're just optimizing those combos. So what you're saying is you never need a second skill bar. No. Like not really like you can have it and it has like it's like the situational stuff but it's mm. like uh, you can use the the first eight key like one or zero through eight. So it plays more like an action RPG now. Yeah. Mm. And use a gamepad. Yeah. Almost <laughs> almost. Uh and if they then, can do it with Diablo. I think that they can manage it with WoW. Yeah. Mm. And the, yeah, the, the world building's really good. The quests are really good. They're actually doing like in-game cutscenes now. They have some like um, uh, in-game cutscenes, like in-engine cutscenes, yeah. and then they'll sometimes cut to like uh, for the Demon Hunters. They had like a, a kind of like painted comic book style cutscene. So like right. the Diablo three cutscenes, mm-hmm. like the class based Diablo three. Is cutscenes. it one hundred the level cap? One uh, hundred ten. Oh Jesus! Yeah. What an arbitrary fucking number. Well, they've always raised that it is by ten. Clearly 10. indicative yeah. of how many expansions this game <laughs> yeah, has got. Right. Exactly, yeah. that's you what can it tell. is. Tell it's like cutting the rings. Yeah, yeah. Cut the but it, yeah. it is. That is exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. So weird. Apparently, there's some stuff coming with like uh, like what they call mythic dungeons, which are kind of like the um, uh, the like infinite. Uh, well, dungeons in Don't like it, man. I procedurally generated. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, it's just like Diablo. Yeah, I exactly. Played World of Warcraft since literally before it came out. Yeah. 
Well, I, I was asking about Diablo though, because I know you. Okay. you, you, you yeah, yeah. Uh, like yeah. I mean, all of Diablo is procedural, yeah. but but yeah, they added in those ones. That, what was it? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. where it's just like you can just go back and the, play the and play shard and play. dungeons or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but. Um, it, well, why don't you hold off until you do the raid? Yeah, yeah. I, I say, that, that's the, all I want to talk about. Is I th- I've been enjoying it so far as I thought. Like I wasn't enjoying it the first day, and the next two days I was like, oh, okay, you guys. Uh, I, I'm actually like infinitely engaged rather than I'm going to go collect. Mm-hmm. I'm going to collect four of those things and bring it back to you and turn I'm, that in. Then yeah. I go back over here. I mean, a lot of people are resubbing. Yeah, it seems like. So I'm sure that you, when Matt gets back, he'll want to talk about it. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. the typical thing, though. You know, a lot of no, people. No, not like this. Not not at all like this. Not the way that I'm seeing people at work talk about this. Like people really? who like get interested for like a day uh, are like super into it. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Um, we have like we have so many fucking emails. To- uh, well, I just gonna say everyone should check out this game called Reigns. Well, I have I have a game. It's on talk about iOS. Well. It's on Android. It's on Steam. What the fuck is this game? Or e i or a i. It's like Reigns isn't a king. Okay, yeah, Reigns is the king. It is a very simple game. It is a series of binary choices. You are a king sitting on the throne, and you get a binary choice. You can. It's literally tender as a king, and, and by that I mean swipe left or right determines yes or no. Okay. And so you, your advisor will come to, and you have four bars. They're represented as a cross, a person, a sword, and uh, a dollar sign. And if any of those ever f- fill up all the way, you die. If they ever drop to zero, you die. So you're doing things to take away and add to them Balanced based the on the choices. Yes. And so like your merchant will come to you and be like, we want to build a new port. This is going to take down money. It's going to take down people for a little bit, but then you might see dividends at the end. Okay. So you do that. It takes down money. Your soldiers come. The kingdom to the south is getting too strong. Should we attack them? If you say yes, the soldiers go down. If you say no, the soldiers will go up. And so hmm. you're, if the soldiers ever fill up, you'll get a military coup and they'll kill you. Oh, nice. If, you know, the, if the religion goes up too high, the Pope will declare himself the new ruler <laughs> and they'll kill you. Like the merchants can become an oligarchy and kick you out like so and if you ever let the people drop too low the people will rise up against you and take off your head so you will die that's the whole point is the king will die and then the and then the king is dead long live the king you start all over but and it's it's always your heir if you had one if not they just elect a new king Mm. and so but there's a progression so as you're going and making choices eventually you might get to a part where like all of a sudden it'll be like your dog comes up to you and you can swipe right to play with your dog swipe left to like kick your dog yeah that's a real (laughs) thing and if you sit there and play with your dog you play with it long enough all of a sudden like the dog will get possessed this is like a slight spoiler and then all of a sudden like the, the, you'll meet this witch and now it'll add a bunch of cards to your deck that now you could potentially get as you're swiping left and right and so eventually like the witch will help you deal with the devil because you'll you'll make a deal with the devil and so like it's, <laughs> it's got fucking weird metagame it, it is this weird metagame and there's like you can get you like at one point I like got to my people too low and I got chased into my dungeons and then it turned into this dungeon exploration mini game no. where I was swiping left and right to pick doors and going through weird passages. <laughs> it's a, amazing. It's a really deep game. It's like $2 on iOS. It's really good. Free. I just bought it. Yeah, $3. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's super good. And and you, like I said, and it, it's cool because 
you know, based on your how long you reign for, it's called it's like you are James the Elder because mm-hmm. you lasted right. for like forty years. And then, like I said, those new cards, 40? yeah, that's so sad. Yeah, the, the that's that's really good. Like I've had guys who only lasted ten years. It was like they fucked up real fast and <laughs> off with their heads. And so, and you know, but you have this to. This game is so fucking Anthony. You have to choose like hard things. Like a woman approaches and she says that this kid is your bastard. Do you want us to quietly make her go away? Oh man! And you're like, and that'll cost money and make people go down. But the, and. And it'll make the church uh, go down. But if you like, no, I claim him as my son, even though he's a bastard, the church will hate you, you know, and stuff right. like that. So it's like you have to make hard choices like that. But it's 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 cool. And just that it's like a really simple, like I said, binary mechanic. It's like a total time killer mm. in the sense that, like, if you get in a really good groove, it feels like you made really smart choices to actually progress. But just want like to me, again, it's like one of those games where I'm like, that is exactly what I want out of a mobile game it's it's like a not this forever super intense experience but it's also got a little bit more depth there than people mm-hmm. than what, what you'll see on the surface it's also not a clicker it's not a clicker as well swiper Sounds it's a like. swiper yeah it is literally like it's like someone was like tinder's like a fun thing because people just get to do this how can we make tinder into a video game that's <laughs> kind of what it feels like so We're just smart yeah mm. yeah um but what game did you want to talk about, Arthur? Uh, I've been playing Pac-Man Championship Edition 2. Oh, yeah. So did that live up to your expectations? Is it out yet? No. Okay. Next week. Um. So... Yeah. This doesn't bode well. I'll nope. be honest. It's already, it's already not... <laughs> yeah. So you know how Pac-Man Championship Edition DX, you just played it? Mm-hmm. Like you jumped into the game and, hey, there was a level and you played it mm-hmm. and it made sense pretty much right away? Yeah. There was only one level in it, right? It was no, just there was five. Oh, yeah. uh, although any, no one who gave a shit about that game played anything other than the first mm-hmm. level in the Championship 2 course, because that is the best Pac-Man course. Uh, and, like, there were minor, like, mechanical quirks and, like, things that you would figure out, like, uh, near-death stuff, like, in the, the time slowdown mechanic when you got mm-hmm. near Ghosts, and how it was like, oh, shit, can't believe all that. So Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 has a 11-part tutorial... Jesus. That you must play through in <laughs> no. order to begin playing uh, the stages. Is it necessary? Like, did you uh, learn things? It is in part because there is a lot of shit in that game. Uh. Uh, and it feels like they were changing things to change them. Mm. As opposed to changing things because they were logical extensions of Pac-Man. Um, it's like, so now uh, colliding with a ghost doesn't kill it. And doesn't oh. kill you. Uh, what does it, it do then? It, and if you bump it three times in too short an amount of time, it gets angry, which warps it back to the the spawn point for a second, and then it comes back to where it was angry and looking to looking to get you. Okay. Uh, the ghosts uh, attract trains, like of like you go by the green sleeping <laughs> ghosts. So you, you, go by the green, you? you go by the green sleeping ghosts and wake them up, and yeah. they like attach themselves to the main ghosts and like form like the trains of ghosts yeah. that go around uh, okay. the, the board. Okay. That um, makes more sense. And bumping into them is the same as bumping into one of the normal ones. Like if you do it too okay. often, you'll make them mad. Okay. Um, and when you hit a power pellet, you can't eat the train from any ghost. You have to go to the front tr- ghost of the right. train and you collide with them anywhere else. You bounce off. Okay. Uh, That's- so it sounds on paper it sounds like now there's more strategy right that's what i'm hearing yeah kind of except they follow paths that are occasionally somewhat random and also the ghosts follow paths that seem random and that really fucks with pac-man right yeah like 
the ghosts are supposed to follow very obvious paths that react to what you do. And a lot of times it doesn't seem like that's what's happening. Not only that, but historically the ghost that you've been like the red ghost, I know how that one behaves. Yeah. It behaves differently than the blue ghost. Like, yeah. and you could, and they do that. behave differently, but I, it just, there's like a sense of randomness to what they're doing that I perceive. It may not be there. Like I'm, it, it may just be, there are so many possibilities that I'm only seeing like, new ones all the time but it feels like there's randomness when there shouldn't be do they go as fast as they did in in the last one they speed up Um, yeah so then that makes it even harder so uh when you get enough pellets it reveals a fruit which is like ce uh dx but when you hit the fruit like it replaces the entire board like it it, like zooms to a new board oh really huh with Wait, some of the same like sort of ideas and concepts, different layout. Yes, but the layout really? is different. Okay, uh, to the point where I actually almost want to stop this and just show you guys a map, <laughs> so you understand what I'm talking about. But uh, and uh, there are bombs again, but the bombs don't blow anything up. They reset you back to the starting point <laughs> of so the map. It's strange. Why? Uh, it's like they did the Russian uh, like a roulette wheel yeah. to figure out what uh, everyone's going to do. There are gates now. Where when you go into one, you pop out of the other. Okay. Portals. Uh, And usually those will work like you go from right to left and left to right. But sometimes there are gates that go down and over or up and over. Okay. And there's no way to know which until you go in. Oh, really? Yes. So the same level, it might be different next time? No, no. Like they'll they'll be static, but you won't know how a gate works until you use it. You've used it? Okay. Um, Yeah. That's a bit weird. uh, Also, occasionally there are moving fruits so you have to chase the fruit like you have to anticipate what path it's going to go on and beat it there (laughs) and moving power pellets okay so yeah yeah uh so 11 (laughs) tutorial levels to go through all this shit and then there's the boss level how does the boss uh you just clear all the stages and then you eat the boss it makes no fucking sense (laughs) whatsoever but there it is it feels like this is leading to and almost inconsistency throughout everything like yeah like that's what like championship edition wow i cannot speak today championship edition dx was about consistency and knowing the patterns and doing that and like figuring out like a better path yes like the best path Mm. and this does not feel like and this i'm sure eventually that might be with it but there's a lot of particulars that could get in the way yeah uh, and things that seem like they could be different from match to match, which really fucks with an arcade game as a score chase, because yeah. if there's random elements in mm. a score chase game, uh, that makes it increasingly more difficult to uh, compare things against each other. It reminds me a lot of Geometry Wars 3, in that right. by adding unlockables and an experience system and like a improving ship... You are fucking with the entire dynamic of that score chase game because if someone can go in more powerful than someone else, then that score is meaningless. Mm. And in this, it's not quite that bad, but there are so many things added to it that it feels like it's missing the point. Mm. Um, it sounds like the flow is completely gone as well. There was a really good like sense of like you, you felt like you knew where you were going to go. Where's this I, I like- think the one thing I will give this that I think it has over DX is that the lines that you can take seem more obvious. Right. Oh, okay. So like as you're moving through a level, like uh, it's hard to get an A grade in a map on this. And there were at least a couple of maps where I got an A my first try because I understood how the lines worked and just the general sort of way that the level would be laid out. Mm. And I think in that respect, 
it's much more clear what a line of pellets is that you can take uh, efficiently than DX was. Mm. <laughs> um, so it has that going for it. But it just... There's no map in it that feels as good as the Championship 2 map in DX did. Um, you have to unlock every map. Like, you have to play through the maps to unlock the right. maps. Um, and that's super frustrating. And you have to you have to unlock the different modes on each map. Like, including, like, the, the like, advanced, like, the expert difficulty level, which is, like, the way to get the highest scores because you start the fastest. Right. I already feel like hearing the way you're talking about it, it's not going to be something like, IGN 2011 when 2010 yeah when that first one when came it out just took over and yeah. that's all everyone played it yeah. was like you know yeah no, I don't. It, it's because there's too much like there's too much in the game like I don't know how much they're charging for it but it just feels like they were just like cramming shit into this game mm. in a way that does not make sense yeah um sometimes all- it sounds like there's a lot of that going on that's what I heard from Call of Duty. That's what I hear yeah. from this. And, and honestly, like... Jump Wars didn't need an unlock progression system. What I would like to hear them say is, yeah, we're doing something like DX, except we're going to make sure that the leaderboards are unhackable. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that would be nice to hear, yeah. because the, the leaderboards became a joke, because there are so many fake scores mm. on the leaderboards. Yeah. It's like, like Banjo-Kazooie would... Nuts and Bolts. <laughs> I'm just saying, you played, you popped in Rare Replay like I did, and you went and you were like, oh, let's see the top score for this challenge, and it's like... 0.5 seconds and you're like, like for the first few literally weeks, impossible <laughs> for the first few weeks of dx like to be in the top 80 on mm. championship two like fucking meant something like i was like fuck everyone else at work i'm on top now <laughs> but like eventually that means nothing because there are so many people hacking those leaderboards yeah. um and so i think that there that there is a lot of fun to be had in that game like there it is extremely satisfying to hit the lines correctly to like zoom in between ghosts so it's to uh like hit a power pellet, eat a train, hit the bomb, go back to the midpoint and eat another train immediately. Mm. And like to anticipate where those things are going and to get a really high score, like getting the high score in that game feels great. Um, and it feels familiar. It feels like DX in a lot of ways, mm. but <laughs> there's just so much stuff. Does it run in 4k? I'm joking. It I don't could. really, I don't give a fuck. It H- probably could. H- I don't know. Good. Yeah. How's that HDR? I don't know if I have a computer that will play in 4k. Like, because my MacBook doesn't okay. support the HCCP standard for 4K60. My Surface might, but it's a DisplayPort thing, which I don't. I think means no audio would well, go out. Your uh, PlayStation 4 will support it real soon. I've been told. Yeah. By. Uh, by I guess the Xbox sources. One S could. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it actually has the horsepower to do it, but it could. Uh, but yeah, do we want to take a break and then talk about? PlayStation 4 but Pro. Did, Dan, did you have any stuff that you wanted to talk about? The only thing I could think that was in any way interesting was update of Gears of War 4 horror mode. Oh, oh really? Please. Oh. Yeah. I yeah, would that's subscribe actually, to that newsletter. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually really curious about that. Did you guys play the, the beta of the multiplayer, the team that match? I did. Yeah. What I I was... What did you think? Because I felt like it was very like familiar in a way that was underwhelming. I, I liked it. Well, I feel like the frame rate helps the controls quite a bit. Right. Um... I thought the the map design was really good. I hate that shotguns are as powerful as they are. Right. Um, that's like a Gears of War one and two thing. It's always been a thing that that went away in Gears three, which is why Gears three was my favorite multiplayer really? of the series. I, yeah. yeah, because like lancers felt powerful in that game. Uh, both lancers felt mm. powerful in that game, um, and lancers don't feel as strong in this game, which is 
they're doing it for competitive purposes as much as anything. Right. Hmm. Um, so, I, yeah, I felt kind of like I was coming into this, I guess, you know. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Campaign stuff hasn't really lit me on fire. That match stuff was kind of okay. Uh, but uh, I really like what they're doing with this. So, first of all, it's class-based. Right. So, you're picking your, you know, whatever, engineer or scout. And whatever. any character can be any class. Yeah, you can pick your skin separate of that. And then they have the kind of a burn cardy system where right. you're adding, like, specific traits to specific characters. Right, which is like their in-game microtransaction thing, too. It's oh, like I think it is. It's like uh, rec packs in Halo. Right. Uh-huh. Like, you still earn them, but... You can, I think you can buy them. Yeah, why not? I got more money than sense. Right, and the the, the stuff that they use for that, from what I've seen, looks like it could very much change how you're going into each level. Like one of them I had for the heavy, uh, which is like the class that you can start with a boom shot straight away. Um, had one where you get twice as much of the in-game energy that you accrue uh, for your team if you kill somebody up close, which then is going to like totally change, I guess, how you're going to use that character. But then there's you know, so you have the class. You've got this one, which is like basically the mechanic who builds everything. Uh, costs half as much for uh, he or she to build the items, uh, the, the like turrets and whatnot you need. There's the scout, which is the sort of squishy one that's fast, obviously, uh, who gets double the amount of I forget what it's called. It's like energy or whatever. It's the, sure. in, it's the in world. There's points. So you're basically killing these things in the ho- waves. Same stuff as ever, like bosses every ten waves. Um, and you're then running out trying to like accrue as much of the stuff as possible and then build your little sort of uh, uh, your fort your, your stronghold fort, yeah. and it's cool because like at the start of the game you, at the start of the level you kind of you choose where to put that as well like where you put the workbench basically is where you like you're gonna make your stand yeah and then there's all these other weird things like there's weapon lockers so for instance you might have a wave like say we're in wave 6 where it's a bunch of uh, dudes with like boom shots and stuff um you can pick up those boom shots and then say if you like used a bunch of them, used like all the rounds in it, if there was like one left, you stick it in the weapons locker and over time it starts to get more ammo back. And the reason behind this apparently is that the last 10 waves are like absolute sons of bitches. Like 40 to 50 is just a fucking nightmare. So you just they... need that accrued yeah. shit that Which you Which you'd expect. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, right? So, yeah. So like 1 to 40 is like fine. Like by the time anyone's good at this, 1 to 40 is going to be a cakewalk. And it's basically all about like making sure that you do the right like strategy in that one to 40 to get to be able to survive the last is 10. the cakewalk fun though i mean i only played for an hour uh only but for a demo it's always been fun though. it was fun and yeah, yeah i liked it there was a lot of way more enemy variety i feel maybe not way more but there was like a decent amount of enemy variety. that doesn't surprise me a lot of that was like a technical limitation Right, like, the there original. was only so many enemies that they could, could have, only have like ten or once. something yeah. like that. Yeah, some of them are like super squishy robot things, which go down really easily. Right, and there are like people too, I guess. Like humans, like human shaped enemies, like not like not like not humans, not the monster. I mean, yeah. I saw what looked like people, but yeah. I haven't followed Gears at all. Are you 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 are not fighting the locust anymore. I think yeah, these look like locust things to me. They're not okay. locust, but there's some kind of connection. Okay. Locust Brothers. Yes. Locusts. Locusts, yeah. yeah. They're blokes. I don't know. I'll have more to say in a couple of weeks. Hmm. But yeah, it was like, I came out of it thinking like, and Horror Mode's one that I loved in the first Gears and in, or sorry, second Gears, right? Was this the first one? Yes, it was the second. And then kind of like, you know, I didn't play it a lot after that. And then, but I, so I wasn't like a huge fan going into it, but I, this was great. Like it was, it was super fun. 
bit, like a lot of communication obviously because you needed to make sure the scout got it we were like saving up for something and we were just didn't have enough of it so we had to get the scout to run out and like don't kill the last guy left so we can yep. you know get the 30 seconds and <laughs> you just we need time to gather ammo around. oh totally yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. running around yep. to try and make sure I and mean, that's say, always been a thing is there a mode where you can play as the enemy monsters Oh, that was know. definitely like a thing in Gears Three, yeah, where you could play as the other side, which was awesome. That's what they always do. That's what they did in Unreal um, Tournament Three as well. But playing as like the workers or whatever, like the giant monsters, like with like the big spider arm things, right. were super fun. Um, <laughs> I'm curious, but I like the idea of picking where you get to hold out because the old maps were just like you, you just kind of you know picked what it kind of sounds and... like Fortnite, yeah. right? Yeah, actually. Oh God, yeah, that's a weird. How strange yeah. that it sounds like Fortnite. We still don't. Where the fuck is Fortnite? Dude, the Tomorrow Children came out. Yeah, yesterday. No one cares. No, it's been in early access for a while. I think. Well, apparently, it's a real train wreck. What is that? It's from Q Games. It's like a sur- action survival like city thing. management. Yeah, thing. It's really weird. They should, remember they showed it off at E3 like two years ago and yeah. people were like, ooh, Tomorrow Children. It sounds familiar. It's, it's weird like, communist like, little big planet kind of looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I I have not heard a single like positive thing about it, but I haven't heard much about it at all. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Fortnite's another one of those ones. It's just like when you load up the Unreal Editor. Five years ago. Unreal right, thing, yeah. It's like it pops up and it's like sign up for the beta and you're like Huh. Cliff Blazinski was still working with them when they announced that, right? I think so. That's, that's a long uh, time. Yeah, that was when, that was the during the three months I was a joystick. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's just 2011. Different world. And I don't know. I'll be, that'll be a game that if it ever comes out, I'll be surprised. Right, because they don't need to. Yeah. Why would you bother? It's on your I don't Unreal know. launcher right now. It Go is. Play it. Yeah, yeah. So it's on Unreal Tournament. Yeah. yeah. And I guess if you want Shadow Complex on PC. <laughs> I'm just saying, I bet you, like, when Fortnite was in production, what's the game there? Their Paragon probably yeah. did not even exist as a document. You know, and now probably Paragon not, no. is out. Not like, the Unreal Tournament. Did the new Unreal? Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe, yeah. but I don't know. It's like, you know, they've just, like, Fortnite has obviously been just, like, pushed aside for these other things. So. Yeah. And probably rightfully so. You know? Uh, break then PS4 Pro. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Break. back so today uh today was today was the underwhelming sony press conference it's all glimpse into the future (laughs) playstation (laughs) meeting or whatever so it sounds like you guys were not enthused i i uh you know all my coworkers went out to lunch and like maybe it's just like me from my old press days i was like nope i ordered in lunch yeah i'm gonna stay here for press conference time it was a motherfucker of a day for press conferences too because the apple thing just like owns the whole morning i didn't watch that just because i really don't give a shit like i have this phone and i am in the apple ecosystem but i'm all about the iphone 7 if it had a headphone jack Mm. so uh they just pushing wireless is that the thing no they want you to buy lightning headphones okay yeah but the whole thing it's just such a weird thing because then you can't charge and listen at the same time yeah 
It's just like it's just like when you wanted to like charge your stylus, I you had to charge it through a lightning port. It's charge interesting. Your stylus? Yeah, their their stylus they sold. Well, powered? Yeah. yeah, the pencil. Uh, the pencil for their I iPad like, Pro. It's like if it ever it ran out of battery, butt. you had to charge it through the oh, iPad, oh, which God. meant the iPad couldn't be charging at the same time. It was just like it, you know, or their mouse that couldn't charge and you couldn't use it at the same oh, time because yeah. you had to flip it over. Yeah, because it went in the. Yeah, it's yeah, just like it's just like baffling design decisions. One after another. Turn up on Sage, and then it was like everyone's like, ah, it's it's no, 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 that was before. That was before the big fuck you. Oh, right. They're like, you're going to be so happy. There's a Mario game coming, but, but, but what if you had to make... The highest know? highs and the lowest lows. Mm. Uh, the thing I saw earlier was that the, the first company that makes a battery pack that has a headphone port <laughs> is going to make a shitload of money. Yeah. Mad you Cats know, is on it right now. <laughs> if Mad Cats is even in business in six months. Yeah, well... So this PlayStation thing, you the know... The house that Rock Band demolished. I, I stayed because partially because I wanted to find out I wanted to know how many teraflops that Neo was going to put out. Yeah, they didn't say. They didn't say. But they, uh, also... They, I mean, they they put it on the, their website. But also, I thought we were going to get more information about PSVR than we did. Yeah, they didn't what? talk about it at all. They, they, a passing mention. Right. Yeah. And it's out in a month. Three weeks or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... So I was like, oh, clearly there's going to be like... And they showed one it on their slide. Thing. They're like, here's 4K, here's this, here's this, here's VR. And I was like, oh, okay, we are going to so get to the VR point. Back when, back in like March and April and May when I was doing research for the Scorpio story that we eventually published, mm. um, one of the things I heard like, was people speculating about how Neo's release date got moved up. And one of the reasons that I heard suggested, I, like, I don't know if this is true, I just heard it, heard conjecture, conjecture and suggestion that... There is concern among certain parts of Sony internally that PSVR is not going to succeed, that mm. it is like it's going to be like a flop and that they have no interest in that being the sort of hardware narrative of the holiday that they mm. released a thing like PlayStation Move that right. just tanked. And so Neo, there's not actually concern that that the PS4 Pro, I'm, I keep saying Neo by mm. accident, but it, it's now the PlayStation 4 Pro. There's no concern that it will cannibalize VR sales because they don't expect there to really be any. Right. That's interesting considering the VR. Well, I know it's really not that interesting, I guess, because it's like VR is still sold out. Like I had coworkers today in our video game chat being like, man, I can't find them on sale anywhere. They're all still sold out. And it's like they have been ever since they went on pre-order. But that being said, what, depending on the, the PSVR? Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that they're actually making that many. That's the thing. It's right. like, it's yeah, like yeah. the fact that it's sold out doesn't necessarily mean anything of an early adopter. You the know? PlayStation moves I was working in retail when they were at, they were fucking impossible to come by. I, I mean, it's know a different thing. about those things. But, yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, IGN exactly. probably bought them all. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I still I, a drawer somewhere. I had, I, I had one. Still covered yeah. it survived to move to another four i'm sure that yeah. there are drawers with playstation move controllers in them uh, that's just i don't know yeah so i just i expected more so that makes more sense what but did I you ex- i mean what do you what do you what did you expect demos of more playstation vr games uh updates on playstation vr games six months out but it absolutely was not a playstation vr event but i but i but i didn't know that i thought this was going to be the neo slash playstation vr event that's surprising to me because i, I thought that it was pretty clear that this was a neo specific meeting well, they it just with a slim as well in fairness they did yeah and, and for uh, like but also two minutes but also it's a month out from playstation vr so if this is the chance to resell your audience one last time who's tuning into this thing but this they already i mean well no it's not because tgs is next week right. yeah but, but but the most of the world isn't going to tgs and they are watching the stream i mean it though, was you a know? gdc was like a psvr show and then i guess e3 to a degree was a psvr show like how many yeah. times do you show people that thing until uh, they fucking get it 
<laughs> like I don't know. Although it's in like that sounds like purgatory. Like you know, in, you're gonna sit here until, until they buy love PSVR forever. It's in like Best Buys and stuff like that. Like it's out there like being demoed to the public. For, is it in yeah. Best Buys? Yeah, supposedly. I mean, that is the way to do it. Like, yeah, you know, it, I mean, you have to try. It. You need to pink eye stations. Perfect. <laughs> right. I just, I just, I'm just curious, just because I have one pre-ordered currently. Hmm. Are you gonna buy it? I don't know. See, that's what this was one of those things where I was like, please show me more so I can make an Amazon decision Maybe. of whether to go cancel my order or not. You could feel yeah. the buyer's remorse like in your stomach. I mean, if they're sold <laughs> out, like you could get it and then just sell it. You could turn it around and be that guy. I could. You know, I've had worse things. Like I got a Fallout special edition that I didn't know about until it showed up. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I got one with a fucking bomb. And then I sold it to a co no, and it was fine. Boy. Oh, that yeah. bomb thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Pip-Boy thing. Yes, yeah. you're right, you're right, you're oh, right. The, bomb. Yes. the bomb one like, was wait, the bomb, the bomb was a that? collection, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, I just, I just I wanted I wanted to make a more PSVR, but I will say... Uh, which is, I mean, I I get what you're saying. This just, that was absolutely not... I'll say this. this. I thought a Neo was, uh, a Pro was a for sure purchase for me hmm. prior to this. Because all the really? things I heard... Yeah, all the things I was heard was like... Oh, it'll make my games look so much better. I bet you. And then after like watching their demos and granted, I was watching stream where I couldn't see the 4k difference, but I was like, I don't even have a 4k TV. I was like, I'm not going to get one. I mean, the, but the thing is like during this press conference, they actually showed something. I wasn't sure if we were going to get, which is like showing games at 1080p with like graphical improvements. Right. Yeah. But if they showed me side by side better, I feel like that would have. Yeah. And in that way, I feel like they fucked up. Like, I feel like they really if didn't. they had done me a digital foundry, you know, or yeah, I'd been like, ah, want, there's that they, 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 the HDR one. shot of Paragon, yeah, which is, yes. oh no, there was not, they, they, yeah. they did the Paragon one. Yeah. I think that they showed Shadow of Mordor with like more graphical detail <laughs> and super simple, but they didn't over. side yeah, by yeah, side, right. right? They didn't side and by yeah, side. So they that's did like the a pan on one of them. Like, okay. Yeah, there's, there was, there was really like not like a good before and after sort of impression of what those games are going to look like. Polygon, IGN and GameSpot all produce graphics comparisons on a weekly basis. You just come and ask us to do one for you i i just yeah i just like that's what that's what could have sold me was if i had been like here's this you know here's the new call of duty and not running in hd but call of duty side by side of how it's going to look for my for me right now and i'm so, like oh shit one thing i will say is that what they showed of call of duty infinite warfare looked much better than what they've showed previously like the particle effects and the scene cohesion and the, were the light, much the, yeah, much stronger the lighting stuff like of like yeah. they had like the, the it was like arcing off the gun and yeah. like lighting like certain parts of the body it was with, very very yeah. clear and it, and like one of the things that a lot of games do to sort of like save budget in the gpu is uh low resolution alpha buffers like you gotta explain that to the monkeys though man so alpha buffers are things means. with transparencies like fire and certain yeah. shadows and water and like so those things will be rendered at a lower resolution, like will be resolved at a lower resolution. So that's why certain transparencies and effects in games like pla- like a plasma explosion or things like that might mm-hmm. seem like sort of pixelated and like lower res than everything else. Like right. that's how they save budget because like shaders and creating those things are very computationally expensive. expensive. Yeah, okay. And so they'll run them at lower res and that's like that can be a big multi-platform difference a lot of times between the consoles and PC. Hmm. Uh, and it definitely seemed like the al- the alpha buffers and stuff like that on on the effects in in Infinite Warfare were just crazy high. So basically, it's like running a Witcher three on high, like medium settings versus very high. I don't know. Uh, yeah, except hopefully even more optimized because it's like a fixed. It's a second fixed platform mm. instead of like a collection of platforms. Yeah, um, I just don't know. It's not enough to make me spend four hundred dollars again for now. That's how I feel. Do you think if you saw it like face to face, though, that would change? Maybe if I saw a really good side by side, 
of like games that are coming out. Like I don't care. I don't want to see Shadow of Mordor because I want to see like a game like I want to see Horizon Zero Dawn. Exactly, Horizon right. Zero Dawn, and like that was the weird thing that there's a fucking look at how good Horizon Zero Dawn looks yeah. on this hardware. It's like I don't know what that fucking looks like on the PS4. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I want to see that. I want to see like Mass Effect. I want to see a couple other things that are coming out and be like, fuck, man, the games that are coming out. That's why I want it. But how do you get someone to show? Here's the shittier looking version of our game. Right, yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, they've done it. Parties. Here's the 360, and the, you knew that they're still coming for 360, but there's the Xbox One version. But, I mean, Microsoft and would never do that. Like, they would never show, like, here's the shitty looking one and the good looking one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always like, here's the good looking one. And so I, I don't know how you get third parties to let you say, here's the good one, here's the crappy one that most of the people who are going to buy this are going to mm-hmm. get. Like, and that sort of like raises this whole new can of worms for us as press, like, or for me as press, I guess, because no one else in here is really press anymore. <laughs> uh, I mean, the graphics comparisons are going to get real fucking complicated. Yeah, um, like you that's can, like you, another one. You can't capture HDR. Also, yeah. that or you can't. You, you can. You can't. But you, but you, d- show it to anybody. You can't show it. No one can see yeah, it. Do the list. You can't yeah. do that. 4K capturing is also super difficult. 4K capture... 4K, it's gotten easier. ...is not super hard. 4K streaming, S- streaming is a fucking right? nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. For games in particular, it's less obvious for video like because video is just softer. Mm. But for games, like all the compression problems of 4K streaming mm. are infinitely apparent. As like in the Mass Effect footage we watched, yeah. like the macro blocking and banding was out of control. Yeah. I just find it interesting because I just don't know anybody besides you who know who owns a 4K TV. Uh, Samit Sarkar has one because uh, <laughs> he watches sports. <laughs> I just feel like I no. I think that like he read the Verge's review of the Vizio P. But like I work really in a studio one. full of people that all play video games. They're all consumers of games, avid consumers, and I don't think any of them own a 4K TV. It's been a scary time to buy a fucking TV. Yeah, like there's too much there until very recently there was too much in flux like tvs bought last year are fucked really like they have not good even the ones that have hdr have bad hdr support mm-hmm. for the most part they have like like 8-bit hdr which is like a pseudo version yeah I, I just feel like hdr like an hdtv over an sdtv is an easy sell to a video game but it hdr is, yeah. is not it's not as an easy of a sell to a person that already has an hdtv tv you're like mm-hmm. eh. i think it's it's not because it's really hard to show right like, and i just but i feel like you know you can see an sdt hdtv next to each other and you're like oh it's fucking night and day like I, anybody can see i that. think it's if you obvious. show hdr next to standard dynamic range the difference is almost literally night and day like <laughs> the fucking incredible color and picture difference is really really stark hmm. but they need to be if not side by side someone has to be able to fucking see it like yeah. which you absolutely cannot do on a 1080p live stream. Yeah. It's the same like when we were trying to watch, watch the difference between 1080 and 720. Yeah, like yeah. when I was tuning into Gamespot videos, with my shitty Irish internet, it was like I don't have a clue. Or like when this console generation started, like it was okay. Well, all these games look so much better, but we can't show you because even when the streams are 1080p, like yep. the compression artifacting is so bad. Mm. Yeah, that, that like these games look so much better than that video will make it look and it still is that way it, what, like, I mean 60 frames a second we've only kind of just figured out on yeah, right. video as well which is crazy the, the stream today which is like the second thing on Twitch which I've seen in uh, 1060 because right. the first thing was the international like that was when they rolled it out and this is the second thing and it's like great we got to the standard here's 4k that you're going to be watching this for <laughs> yeah, you we just did it yeah uh, just kidding now <laughs> here's, here's the next thing um, so I like I think that they fucked up in part because of politics, because nobody wants to show the shitty, the shitty quote hmm. looking version of their game. Um, but 
yeah, I, I think that you will get better looking versions of games at 1080p. Like it will run those games better. Like there are already games that run with a inconsistent frame rate. Like Hitman is an example of a game. I think right. like probably even without a patch will run significantly better on, on the pro than it does on the PlayStation four. Like, mm-hmm. cause it doesn't maintain 60. Yeah. Um, although it may still have problems because I don't think that they've given any appreciable upgrade to the processor on the system on a chip. It's, it's all GPU juice that mm-hmm. they're adding. Um, and the same amount of memory. Like, they didn't upgrade the RAM. And I'd heard that there was going to be, like, 512 more megabytes of RAM or something. I am but curious to know how 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 much more PSVR games would look better on the they better hard They said today, like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, was it Frontier? Is that, the, what's the space shooter thing? That oh, wasn't the Valkyrie. It's, a, it's called, a, you're talking about rigs? No. No, it's like a space, like, you're on a planet. With like sci-fi guns. Oh, oh yeah, oh, and they're like the it man. runs at about twice the resolution. Yeah, which in VR, saying. like that's a pretty big difference. Cause yeah, because it's, right it's normally screen doored, like it's all um, pixelated. And also, like there are PSVR games that are not running like at the ninety frames per second or whatever yeah. that you want a VR to game to sick. run at. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that can make a pretty big difference. But then hmm. they turned around later and said that multiplayer games can't run at a higher frame rate on Pro yep. than they can on the existing ps4 yeah i just don't know that i want to spend 700 dollars on playstation vr and a pro this holiday I mean, season I, you absolutely don't because it would be much more than that far the psvr kits far point yeah. how could i forget that memorable name <laughs> the playstation vr kits 300 bucks the no, base one the it's base 400 one. no the base one's 300 the it, one that it, doesn't come with the move and stuff because no, i already have all I, that and i have a camera a hundred dollars and i have a camera, camera right yeah, like it doesn't come with move and it doesn't come with a camera. I brought move from England, man. It's finally paying off. Those three moves, I, I don't know. Or is it three fifty? It's are, not four hundred. The batteries though. dying after. The, I don't the know. I've turned them on. It's four years. Three hundred ninety-nine in the U.S. <laughs> but that's the bundle, no, right? That's just the headset. The headset is four hundred. The bundle is five. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> Have you so, paid this already in the pre-order? No, no, no. I mean, Amazon doesn't take the money till it ships. Oh, that's eight hundred dollars. For the pro and the VR headset. Where's my phone at? I got to abort. <laughs> abort, Anthony. Abort. No, I'm just, just kidding. Just, just buy a, gra- a new graphics card instead. I know, right? right? Like, so I get games will look better. Like yeah. even at 1080p, there will be games to look better. Um, I don't. I'm not in any doubt of that. And I think that it's easy actually for developers to take advantage of that because they're already doing that stuff for PC. Um, so can we talk about the other weird thing that came out after the event, which is that there's no uh, UHD Blu-ray drive. Yeah, you know UHD Blu-ray drive. Oh, yeah. That is really weird. And and I was like a little concerned going into this because there have been people like after you review a system like the Xbox One S, like and say it's a pretty okay 4K Blu-ray player, and you're like in your head you're thinking, but the other thing could be too, so maybe don't buy it for that. And I've like seen people buying it for that. Mm-hmm. and thinking oh god today yeah. when the the pro gets talked about it's going to be such a better blu-ray player they're vindicated but it's not <laughs> what the fuck so is this something to worry about i don't have a 4k tv i mean the first thing i did when i got a you know a hd tv on a blu-ray player was buy a bunch of fucking blu-rays but i like i have i also haven't bought one in like like years i mean so i are people buying these I right now they are because like the only really reliable way of getting good HDR content right. is on a 4K Blu-ray. Mm. Like and also 4K Blu-rays look a lot fucking better than 4K streaming does. Mm. Um 
And so I like the people that are buying the stuff that are desperate for content that are like, holy shit, HDR. Thank God I have something to do on my TV now. Like me, for example, um, like they, they, the 4k Blu-rays are like something to see that stuff with. Mm. Um, and for it not to support that is, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to mean in the long run. I do know that it's one less reason to buy it. Yeah, their statement behind that was it, it's what well, we're focusing on a gaming machine, which is like I think been their mo for right since the PS4, which like this yeah. is for games, this is for games, this is for games. But then they talked about four, fucking 4K streaming yeah, apps. Like you can't, you don't get to say we've got all the streaming apps, but we're focusing on games. Like you're talking out of, out of both sides of your fucking face. Yeah. With that, and then you mentioned the them having RAM being gone. Do you, no, no, there's not RAM gone. Oh, sorry, sorry. It may have had additional RAM. It, like there was talk about maybe yeah. it would have more RAM, but do, it, it does not. Yeah. Do you think that they may have cut those both things because that would kept the price at what? It's four hundred. Yeah. 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 Which is a good price for it. Like if they were gonna like, there's no way it was gonna be three hundred. Mm-hmm. It was never gonna happen. Uh, I thought there was a pretty good chance that it was gonna be five. Mm. Because if it exists as a premium product, they can say, look, we've got this PS4 right here if you want it. Like, that's your way to play PS4 games. But for the people who really want this other stuff, here's the expensive one. Yeah. Um, and by making it 400 that's a really aggressive price move. And it also pinchers Microsoft in a particular kind of way for Scorpio next year. Because, first of all, Microsoft cannot release that system for more than 400 now. And when Scorpio goes on sale for 400 next holiday, Sony will be in a position to sell this for three. Mm. Yeah. So I, I think that that's like the first really savvy move I've, I've seen them do with this. Cause everything else has seemed like it's been acting on the back foot. Mm. Like the timing of it is extremely weird and everybody thought it was next year until they didn't. Yeah. Philip wrote to us. Okay. Philip. And he said, <laughs> Now that the Pro and the Xbox One S are both supporting HDR, can I finally buy an HDR TV and not be worried I backed the wrong horse in the HDR versus Dolby Vision war? I think HDR 10 is is turning into I didn't into even know the, there was a war, Yeah, first of all. <laughs> so, uh, one of the ways that HDR works, uh, which is like one of the reasons why HDR is supposed to require HDMI 2.0a right. as a standard, uh, is that HDMI 2.0a supports the sending of metadata along with picture information metadata is like information about a, about an image or about a file. Um, and that metadata contains contrast information and color space information, um, that can change, uh, over time. Uh, HDR 10 is like the sort of base HDR standard with a certain color range and a static set of contrast parameters. Dolby vision can change those contrast parameters from frame to frame. Right. So based it can on change. That metadata? Yeah. Based okay. on that metadata. Uh, but it requires a special chipset from Dolby in both devices. Oh, right. Okay. Like it needs it in the receiver in not just the receiver. It needs it in the device creating the image. So your game mm-hmm. system in the receiver you're hooking it up to and the TV you're watching. Oh, right. Jesus. Oh, man. Okay. Um, so if you skip the receiver, then it's just in the TV and in the game system. But that that's money that you have to pay Dolby to, to have that chip. Mm. Um, and so it doesn't make sense for, like, someone like Vizio is, what I've seen suggested is that they're using the Dolby chip, like, as a, instead of, like, making their own hardware to sort of run things in the TV. Mm. And Dolby Vision also supports HDR10 with a firmware update. 
Okay. Right. Um, but companies like Samsung and, and and everybody else don't want to pay Dolby mm-hmm. for a chip because they've got those. Like they've been working on them for forever. Like mm-hmm. they have their their hardware figured out, and so it's like a another beta VHS sort of situation. Like Dolby Vision is a superior standard, but it costs more. Yeah. And so it doesn't make sense for Sony who is so price conscious for PS4 Pro that they're not including a Blu-ray, a 4K Blu-ray drive. Right. It doesn't make sense for them to pay Dolby that extra money for Dolby Vision. Um, and what, I, what I've what i seen suggests to me that HDR10 is the standard that's sort of catching on more. That's what most of the 4K UHD Blu-rays are in, or that's what that's part of the 4K Blu-ray standard is, H, is HDR10. Um, certain streaming services like Vudu, mm. who have HDR, are only supporting Dolby Vision for now. Um, so it's but still it's, it's swinging hard. In one it direction seems like moment. it's swinging harder in the direction of HDR10. Right. Um, and with these two systems, that he just doesn't want to have it in HD DVD player. So um, right. I think if you want to uh, be safe, want it's yeah. cool to have one like now. Yes. The Vizio. Uh, the Arthur Vizio has one somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I may I may have actually thrown it away. Uh, <laughs> The Vizio P-Series TVs actually got their firmware update to support HDR10 as well as Dolby Vision. Hmm. So, and their TVs are, are good, if you're, especially if you've got a different device doing the upscaling of 1080p content. Because one of the weak spots of those TVs are they don't have great scalers. Hmm. But if you're like running it through an Xbox One S or a PlayStation 4 Pro, then it's doing the heavy lifting of scaling to 4K for 1080p content anyway. Um, so that that would be a great option. Also, they're extremely competitive price wise. Like they've driven the price down on every other 4K TV. Right. So Matt wrote to us and said, uh, "I don't know if this is true." It says Microsoft confirmed after E3 that Scorpio would be forced to run all games at the same frame rate as Xbox One, so as not to create imbalances. With this in mind, does that negate some of the power advantage over the PS4 Pro? Uh, I don't remember them saying that. If they did, it's probably in the same context as the PlayStation 4. Multiplayer specifically, Yeah, maybe? because Forza Horizon 3 runs in 60 frames per second on PC and 30 on console. Right. Um, so they, they already have like a system in place for that. Also... So is Gears, I think. Gears is 30 in campaign on PC. Oh, right, okay. And 60 in multiplayer. Um, when we play Horde, I'm pretty sure it was 30. Yeah, that may be true in Horde. I mean, that might be true in Horde. Because it's, it's not competitive. Because they had the PC version run next to it, and it was like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, I'm getting this on PC. But you can play, I mean, you get it no matter what you buy it on. Like, right, you get yeah, it on yeah. both. Yeah. Uh, Good point. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that they're fine with stuff running at different frame rates on Xbox One and Scorpio and PC, as long as it's cooperative and not competitive. Like, once competitive comes into play, I assume that they'll just shoot for 60 on everything. Yeah. And so they, uh, Jason wrote to us and said, he just reminded me that he said uh, they were very careful to avoid saying games would be running in native 4K. Because they won't be. Yeah, so that's interesting. I think there's like a misperception among a lot of people. Like, oh, now I'm going to be playing all my games in 4K. And it's like, they're going to be upscaled? No, they, I mean, like there was a lot of Mark Cerny ASMRing his way around it. (laughs) But uh, they, they essentially admitted on stage that brute forcing resolution up to 4K does not make sense. Because the computational requirements to do so so far outstrip the visual quality advantages that it provides that it doesn't make sense. So it's like you're buying this 4K machine so it's so you can watch 4K video content and then play games with slight graphical improvements that won't um, be 4K. On no, your 4K they'll be TV. running it above 1080p. Like a lot, of, like a lot of people have suggested games running at 2560 by 1440. Right. 
uh, scaled upward, which is like I think half the resolution of 4K, whereas 1080p is a quarter. Um, and then using like algorithms and scalers to get it the rest of the way up to 4K. But honestly, you aren't using a 4K TV to watch much native 4K movie content anyway, because most movies are 2K. Right. Like, and their effects are rendered at 2K. Like, the most actual legit 4K content right now is coming from Netflix, because now like it's in their contract that everything be produced, mastered, and and work printed in 4K, <laughs> like including their effects. Right. Like, uh, Deadpool is an example of a movie that is actually one of the good. 4k blu-rays in that its master was done at 3.4k uh but even a lot of its effect shots were done in 2k and so when you're watching the movie there are parts of it that seem softer right than than the rest of it because they're that lower resolution being upscaled god i had no idea it was this much in flux uh yeah uh there are very few pieces of entertainment that were created in 4k because like even if they're shot in 4k like they're edited and mastered yeah uh, at a much lower resolution. So all, all yeah, all the Netflix originals are will be they're they're going back because most of them from the last two years have been shot in 4K. Right. So they're going back and they'll future proofing themselves. Yeah, yeah, and they they're they'll be like, hey, you can watch Daredevil season one in 4K HDR now. So I guess the other kind of question I have about that then is with the with the optical sort of drive that they've decided not to go for, would that maybe have had benefits in terms of like? game size as well like uh it, it could theoretically have that but i also uh and now i'm recalling that i should have put this in the interview thing that i wrote earlier and didn't microsoft <laughs> said that they will not ship games on uhd blu-rays it's right, for okay. movies only right um so they're not foreseeing a problem no and case. i honestly like i think that if people had to download like a super special uhd blu-ray version of a game right, yeah. off the xbox store they would shit their pants like <laughs> That's I think that's like four times the capacity of a Blu-ray, so, so like that's like a two hundred gigabyte gig, yeah. game. Texture pack, you can res texture pack. You can hold four games on on your on your no Xbox. compression on your audio or video whatsoever. There's already not really much compression on audio for most games. That's mm. true, um, unless maybe it's a Mass Effect game with like hours and hours. Well, no, and this hours is like hours. a new thing. This generation, that's one of the reasons that really? the file sizes ballooned so much. Like the first 50 gigabyte games were like because of audio they're like oh shit like <laughs> nba like, like, like how the fuck is nba 2k 14 50 gigabytes well, well welcome to fucking dialogue. uncompressed audio motherfuckers yeah call of duty big red one i think i remember them saying it had a total of like two megabytes for all of its audio on the disc possibly be true. <laughs> two megabytes no totally it's like an no, I, it game. was it was something totally because like, <laughs> like 200 megabytes no the games. discs those dvds were only like 700 megs no no that's a cd or well yeah. or maybe it was a a floppy disc is like 1.6 but i'm telling you that that it was it was an audio and, it, and they were saying they literally had like two megs of compressed of audio ram no two megabytes of space that they put all their audio on and then everything else went everywhere else. i think we're like, gonna need to put real? a pin in this <laughs> I, I believe that you believe what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I think you might be mistaken. Yeah. Well, they they compressed the hell to out of it. To be continued. <laughs> I, I, bu- I believe that they did, but that is like Silicon Valley season four <laughs> levels of compression. <laughs> like, that is like world-changing levels of compression. Was it, were people talking like synthesizers? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a, like a new Daft Punk album. <laughs> I wish I could tra- time travel back to when I talked I with too. these guys. Uh 
so anyway, most interesting I, thing I've ever heard about Call of Duty Big Red. Red. I don't I don't remember <laughs> like no so no no UHD Blu-ray for no. games. Um, I don't. Think I just think we, like there. we got like a bajillion emails all about this, and a bunch of people that in general don't understand why a why this thing exists, and b they're like so am i getting my games at a higher am i playing games at 4k like people don't understand so you're playing games at a higher it will be a higher resolution at the at minimum like a game on a playstation 4 pro will be rendering at a better at a higher resolution and a better frame rate in all likelihood than it is on a ps4 it is two and a quarter times more powerful yeah, I just don't think that they got that across to consumers. No, at all. it was it was like I, I mean, you guys have taken a dump on it, so now I guess it's my turn. It was a bad press conference. Yeah, like there was no energy to it. Having Mark Cerny speak for twenty five minutes about anything is a bad idea at a press conference. Like showing a bunch of videos about how great things look in HDR on a fucking Twitch live stream is insanity. Mm. Like it was extremely poorly thought out. Like the only people that saw what those games looked like are the press that went. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it shouldn't have been streamed at all. It should have been one of those things that I read about on websites. You, you, and got you have to stream things now, though. You can't not. It was right afterwards because I was on the Giant Bomb stream and Vinny Caravella was there uh, and Alex Navarro were as well, and we skyped with them, uh-huh. and they were like, "It's fucking like it looked great. Like in here, it looked great." Apparently, the projector was 4k but then wasn't doing hdr so they had two right. televisions to decide doing hdr and they were like yeah totally hdr looks fucking incredible right but it just never yeah i mean they tried to offset it by having the whole yo download the files and but like even if people download the files if they don't have a 4k yeah i monitor, don't know i don't like i don't know yeah. where you can download the files right. i don't know like how i would get those onto my tv right but uh the, does h264 support hdr no I don't. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't think not. the color space does. Yeah. It's Welcome re- to a conversation at Netflix. Um, <laughs> it's I mean, just weird like, that like red, like it, HDR or uh, H.264 fucks up reds like completely. Like yeah. like, like there's no way that I can support. I know, a, just, more damn It just feels weird range. to be in a time where there's going to be like this is coming out this holiday. We have a four hundred dollar one, and then there's also the slim PS4 coming out. And it's just like, I felt like, reality thing. so yeah. the thing that, that really fucked with me today, like more so than anything else, because like, I, like we've talked about it before in the podcast, I'm the dude that buys the thing. Yeah. Right. Um, I, is there sort of like stinger that they're going to add HDR support to every PlayStation right, they're gonna patch it in, right? Which I don't think is possible. <laughs> like, and certainly not HDR 10. Hmm. Which like, they said it was. They did not. They never said we're adding HDR ten support. We got it. We, we got we got it in an interview. In an interview. You are fucking kidding me. Uh, yeah. So I can I can look. At, it was Ryan interviewed someone because it, it, it was that it was Oster, Oster Tag be, and I and Ryan and I were talking on Twitter. There's no fucking way. It's, okay, so um, different HDMI standards have different levels of support for different things. Like right. the HDMI 2.0 thing is like it adds support for that metadata which is required for HDR. Um, uh, that is a hardware uh, capability that v- basically no HDMI port before a 2.0 or 2.0A port had because it wasn't anticipated. It wasn't. No one was sure what it would need because yeah. it wasn't a final standard. The PS4 and the Xbox One shipped with HDMI 1.4 ports. Okay. Uh, one of the reasons that they can't do native 4K on those systems is because the spec has specific requirements uh, that are both uh, HDCP content protection related and hardware related so those two systems could theoretically do 4k 30 but you can't play games at 4k 30 right and there's no point in like really running like systems at 4k 30 so anyway uh 
for HDR 10, you need HDMI 2.0A. Uh, like you need it. It's you need like it. A, it's yeah. required. It's part of the spec. And HDCP 2.2. Like as an example, I bought a receiver last year with HDMI 2.0. But it couldn't be upgraded via firmware to HDMI 2.0A. Oh, right. okay. It was a six-month-old receiver that I had to replace. <laughs> Shit. Uh, and so Sony is saying that they're going to upgrade an HDMI 1.4 port to something that supports HDR, which shouldn't be possible. Hmm. Like, you can't add the HDCP hardware to that port. Like, And the likelihood that they built four year, three years out an HD, um, HDMI port that could be upgraded to something at now standard seems extremely unlikely. Yeah. Believe in Mark Cerny. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he made Knack. Yes. <laughs> That's the greatest game of the generation. Uh, uh, just quoting Ryan McAfee Schroeder, just confirmed the same. This is talking about uh, HD, HDR10. Uh, just confirmed the same for PS4 vanilla software update. So no Dolby Vision on any PlayStation. Yeah, I, I just, I do not. I literally I don't know how they're doing it. And when I talked to Microsoft today, asking why they couldn't add the same thing to the Xbox One, like yeah. just the, the standard, uh, Albert Pinella said, "We don't know what we can do until we find out what they're doing, right? Because we have no idea how they're going to do this. Could they be doing like a like a fudged version, which like so can't do the metadata? There or? is a a certain kind of wide like so HDR is is a few things. Hmm. It's wide color gamut, which is like a, a wider number of colors, mm. like mil- billions of colors as opposed to millions, which is one of the things that causes banding, right. uh, which we talked about on the show before, like the way that like colors break up when they're supposed to be smooth gradients. Like that's because a, a, a TV can theoretically show 60 million colors, but it doesn't really work that way. Mm. And wide color gamut is supposed to help with that. Uh, contrast, like the deep difference between blacks and whites mm is another part of HDR and overall luminance, like the nits thing that they were talking about. Like yeah. most TVs are a hundred, I think. I don't know. Like one or 200 and yeah. like HDR 10, like the number in your irises. Out. It's supposed to be a thousand. <laughs> okay. Yes. Like, Which uh, is also, also what Apple was touting today with right, their, uh, right. With all the, the you'll HDR never, stuff you'll be an about. asshole in a movie theater. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, so HDR is a lot of those things and HDMI 1.4 has support for a version of wider color gamut. Right. Um, that's like a Sony implementation of wider color gamut. Got it. So Um, so you're, you're suggesting uh, that their solution will be faked. I have no fucking idea what their solution is. I don't want to like, I am not an expert on HDMI. I'm not a member of the forum. (laughs) Like I am not a member of the consulting group. So maybe there's a thing out there, but I did a lot of fucking research into why the PS4 spent money on and Xbox. I mean, mine does it just fine. Yeah, Uh, I've I've spent a lot of fucking time researching why the Xbox One and PS4 vanilla would not support 4K or HDR, like why new hardware was necessary, Uh, and like why your video card that you own right now, even it's if it's the one you just paid five hundred dollars for, doesn't support HDR. Right, and and for them to say, no big deal. We got it. It's uh, patching it in. Charitably, I am extremely curious to know how they do it. It sounds a bit like the whole "this is HD" and then you realize your television only does seven twenty thing, right? Yeah. Like there, suddenly somebody had to come up with the word, the phrase "full HD" just to stop people <laughs> right. from fucking with expectation. Or like a t- like a rear projection TV that's like four eighty p and ten eighty i, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's not actually native ten eighty. It's just <laughs> yeah. like some weird fucked up lying signal. <laughs> 
It's like it's like uh, 1080 1080i editing on on like programs like Premiere six years ago when 1080i was actually like half the vertical resolution. <laughs> like it was like a fucking scam resolution that was stretched. <laughs> Um, so I don't know. Like I don't I don't know that that's what Sony's HDR solution is for PlayStation Four and PS Four Slim, but it sounds extremely suspect. I, I am extremely curious to know how they do it, and I would not buy a fucking HDR TV with your PS Four expecting it to be what that is until you see and know more. Yeah, um, I will certainly update my PS Four to see what happens. It's but, that's next week too, right? Yeah, it's part of firmware four right? Yeah. I mean, they can't dodge the questions for a week. It sounds like... Sony has a remarkable knack for not actually answering questions they're asked. (laughs) Call back. Boom. I'll pretend that was on purpose. They they have a remarkable ability to say things that they just never really get called to task on. Right. Um, So, and so many, so few people can watch it that no one's going to notice. And it is fairly granular. Like, you understand this very, very well. You've the concept is granular. The results are not. Right, like, yeah, yeah. HDR is, like, the thing. Like, Netflix has sort of admitted as much that 4K is not the gamble. Like, oh, really? it's HDR is where people will see a real difference. Mm. Um, which is why they're adding that to their, like, production requirements mm. for their series. Because HDR is, like, the thing. Um, but, but, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how they're doing it. I don't. I will be extremely curious. I'm sure Ostertag is extremely curious to see how they do it. I think, I think paraphrasing, but I think he was like, it's a large engineering feat if they figured this out. Like not just that, but like there are rules that they have to follow. Yeah. Like to, to support HDCP on their devices. What is HDCP? High definition content protection. Uh, Why do they have to support that? Because like they have Blu-ray playback. It's anything that is like, movie playback and it's why like this it's is the, like it's the bane of like this g- is like a thing ca- enforced games capture yeah. stuff yeah. enforced by movie studios or mm-hmm. something yep yeah and which, like just content studios which also means like if they like they have to follow hdcp protocols for 1080p streaming on netflix for hdr streaming right. on netflix for every every program like any video program if you fuck with the hdmi signal or turn off your receiver in the middle of something like if it stops playback and says there was a content protection issue it's because hdcp got jittered Mm. it got disturbed yeah and so for them to essentially circumvent hdcp requirements for the hdmi standard is basically unprecedented and like other companies that do that get taken to court right even though hdcp is the easiest thing in the world to like strip out now not legally right like and the companies that sell anything that removes hdcp like get sued right uh and even if china (laughs) and even if like even if their legal arguments are sound like the studios will throw so much money at them that they bury them like they peter Thiel that shit (laughs) uh so i don't know i don't know how they're doing it i don't and i am i really am curious to see how they do it and if they do like if they pull it off, then maybe Microsoft can do it too, because Microsoft is clearly paying their fucking licensing fees. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's a fucking show. I. So did we? Like the, there the, was the like, question people want to know is like, should they buy one if they don't? Yes. Have 4K or should they just buy a slim? Or should they even bother upgrading? Or some people. Are I don't like, think there's any reason to buy a slim unless you desperately need wireless and have like a five gigahertz router. Like that is something right, that the Slim yeah. has. It has a five gigahertz radio. Finally, oh, that actually wireless, interests me a little bit. The but wireless radio on the PS4 is dog yeah, shit. It's awful. Um, so what a two point four. It's two point four and sports N. 
Oh. Um, and so this one and supports And I think the G. Slim supports AC, AC. Yeah. at 5 gigahertz, which is a really, really major improvement. Um, so there's that. It will run games better in 1080p. Like, it, they, will, they will look demonstrably better, uh, depending on the game and how, how sort of expeditiously they get patched. Um, but Sony... It is in Sony's interest and many third parties' inter- interests to make those games look better on on the Pro, because it's also work on how they'll do it for Scorpio. Mm. Like, so yeah. this is where things are going. Like, and this will be the PS4 that is the sort of reference PS4 for the foreseeable future. No pun intended. <laughs> um, but also, I think if you just want to wait. And like, wait for HDR TVs to come down and spend the money on that instead, and maybe upgrade later when the price, when the price the comes pro, down. Yeah, when the price of the pro comes down, that's a, like a more reasonable, but like, you, like, path for someone than yeah. buying it right now because then you're gonna have to buy the TV as also, well. Also, I fucking guarantee you the price on this thing drops when Scorpio's date and price mm-hmm. are announced. Mm-hmm. Like, you could see a hundred dollar price drop on this thing within six months. I, I, I would say closer to fifty. Like that, the, the hundred's a lot, <laughs> especially. I, I think that they won't have a choice no. because Microsoft, like in my interview with them today, Microsoft said the, um, the uh, performance divide between the two will be obvious. Right. Yeah. Like they did not mince words. <laughs> yeah. It is in our interest to demonstrate exactly how, how superior our hardware is to theirs. Is that what they said? Uh, paraphrasing, but yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like confident. And not only that, but we understand how important it is that we show how much better our hardware is than theirs. Mm. <laughs> While also aiming for a price that console gamers can relate to. So I, I don't think you can sell a new console for more than 400 I think it's been demonstrated repeatedly. Get a second job. <laughs> that worked out really well for Sony, to be fair. Morgan, yeah. I've got no job right now. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> It uh, sounds like 2017 is the year for a lot of this stuff for most people. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, unless you're a dipshit like me. <laughs> like, I want the new thing. Hey, man, that Dota video looked real good. <laughs> that wasn't even in 4K. It looked great, though. It's a really nice TV. Danny, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you so much for having me on. Where can, where can the internet find you now? Uh, Danny O'Dwyer. Uh, it's not. It's hard to spell, but there's not many of me. So just stick it in your it's Google machine. It's not hard machine. to spell. It's not, spelled, you got it spelled. spelled like it sounds. Yeah. I guess it is phonetic, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Weird. I, I mean, maybe you have other ways of spelling Dwy. Dwy. No. Donal is what my name is in Irish, but it's O'Dwyer in Irish as well. Is it? No, it's O'Dwyer. Damn it. Got him. I'm losing my Irish. This is what happened. I moved to America. <laughs> no, that's good. But, but you if, you want, if you want to succeed here, you got to get rid of all that all that crap. All that ethnicity. Yes. Just, yeah. yeah. I'm just washing it off. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no cultural identity exactly. here. Just homogenization. If bag. I ever say you hear you say tortilla, I'm going to be mad. It's tortilla. It's tortilla. 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 Thank you so much for having me on. This yeah, podcast has so been going on for on. so long, and it's it's an honor to be on here. It's, uh, oh, yeah, thanks. Especially with all you guys. Yeah. So follow Danny. Find out what's next for him. Yeah. And, uh, when will they know what's next for you? Will you be announcing it? I can say on here uh, Monday the twelfth is when I'm announcing. So hot. So find out Monday the twelfth what Danny's doing. Thanks so much. And how you can be a, a you know a part a of that friend. in some way. Support yes. his future endeavors. <laughs> uh, and then you can find us all on Twitter too. I'm at Chuff Money. Arthur's at A E G I E S and James at James underscore Faulkner. Mm-hmm. Matt's at Talking Orange, even though he's not here. If you want and you have video work, you can go to Area Five oh, TV and the, give it. He's to the one Matt. Talking Orange. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. Um, and you can uh, go to IGN or Polygon to see the work that James and Arthur are doing, respectively. 
And I'll probably uh, be, be in some stuff. Finally, I'll be back on camera for a little bit. This on what? Next week. Uh, I'm going to TGS. Oh, yeah. So, and I am going to be in Vancouver. So no show For next three week. days. So no show next week. Unless you want to sit down with Matt. <laughs> Maybe we will. We might just do that. So yeah, we'll I'll be gone the week after that, too. Well, we're going to figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out one way or the other. We've done it before without you. We got together and did stuff and then hung out at my house and had a great fire in my backyard. So we, it, it's better when you're not around. <laughs> Shit. I'm just kidding. That's not true. Pretty soon we're going to start hitting people up for extra life donations, too, I think. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. coming here. So, we're yeah. like eight weeks out. Yeah, I want us to break our record, which I forgot what it was. It was like it's 12 like grand or something. Wow, really? Yeah, a lot. It was like 12 grand one Jeez. year. It was, it was around there, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see if we can break that. Hopefully. This year I won't, won't nod off while playing PT. Yeah, well, that wasn't just you. <laughs> Everybody fell asleep on the couch except me. It was literally everyone was asleep except me. It's and the I was weirdest like, wow. game to fall I guess it is pretty repetition. Yeah. It, it, it is, and it was like so. It was like 4.30 in the morning, and everyone was just passing out. So, uh, So stay tuned for more details on that. And you can always send your letters to letters at eat-sleep-game.com. And uh, thanks so much. And uh, go out there, enjoy yourself. Enjoy whatever hardware you enjoy. And try not to let anyone tell you that you shouldn't. Unless it's Pokemon Go. Fuck that game. But Apple Watch. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? <laughs> <laughs>